1: We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. (laughs) Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Just photos and motorheads, geekbloods, wastoids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous
0: dude. All right, all right, all right. We on the air? We good to go? Everything cool? Hey, thumbs up from Trevor Kelsey today. We're feeling good. Not podcast only. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy September to you. It is Thursday, September 1st. Football is here. Not just in theory, not just in week zero form, but we've got actual football to talk about tonight. We've got uh, two days away from kickoff Louisville-Syracuse, 8 o'clock. 970 WGTK. First time we're hosting games, we're feeling excited about it. We, again, we're working out all the all the little kinks, all the all the little uh, you know things that have gone wrong behind the scenes. We're good to go now. Well oiled machine. We're feeling good. Uh, we're here from three to five today. We got Jody Dumbie in the Cardinal Insider from five to six, and then Louisville bats baseball back again from six oh five. Uh, coverage starting six thirty five. First pitch. We want to hear from you. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton Sax line. Trevor Kelsey with me, wearing a Hartford Whalers T-shirt, looking quite frankly not looking great. I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. Same one
1: I wore like on Monday. I just grabbed the first shirt I saw.
0: You don't look great. You slept
1: like fourteen hours last night. Yeah, I, I didn't even really watch Dynamite last night. Which
0: you know it's a big deal. You, you know you're not doing well. You, I'm worried about you. First of all, I'm worried about you personally. Uh, secondly, I'm worried about you getting me sick because I. Be, I think you got me sick. You were sick before me.
1: I felt bad. You've been yesterday. sick since I've known you. Well that's th- true. <laughs> but not in a spreadable form. I You fe- don't know that I thought COVID was spreadable. Isn't that why we shut the whole country down? Not long COVID. Oh, COVID is not spreadable.
0: Can't you tr- can't transfer it to
1: you? Oh, okay. Well, at nice. least
0: as far, as, who the hell knows at this point? Like, it, it changes every two weeks. I, mean, I thought we
1: were just making things up as we went
0: along. We anyway. might all be five years <laughs> away from death at this point. May, my arm might fall off in three years. Who the hell knows? Like it, nobody knows. Uh, but I don't. To my knowledge, long COVID is not transferable. I had another great, lovely doctor's appointment this morning. Uh, I was, yeah, I mean, my God, it's it just.
1: This it <laughs> you you can come back in a month. If it, you're still with us, Mister Rutherford, six months. Come actually.
0: back in no uncertain terms. It was like, well, nothing I can do for you. That's, She's like, it sucks. I've seen a bunch of people saying the same thing. What do you want me to do? I'm like, yeah. I, I mean,
1: when they word it was, if you're still with us, come back and see us. It's like, thanks.
0: That wasn't the wording, but, but it was like, <laughs> we're gonna set you up for six months from now
1: and come back and make see. make sure you it. let us know if if you can't make well, it.
0: Well, the thing that sucks about this is it's so it, it, it's so hard to get in to see any sort of doctor. That when this whole thing started for me, like four or five months ago, when it first started to get real bad, one of my first really bad symptoms was these like just they feel like migraines at night, like super tension headaches. My brain just feels inflamed. And they were happening like every single night. And I had, like I mentioned in the post a couple of days ago, like these weird brain zaps. So at the time, like I'm I'm trying to get in to see a neurologist. I'm trying to get basically I'm trying to get in to see anybody who will see me. But the neurologist, we set that appointment up like four months ago. Literally, it was the earliest I could get in. And now by the time I get there, the symptoms change so much. Is there
1: only one in the city?
0: I mean, you'd think. Good Lord. But, like, the they call it symptom cycling. Like, when one thing goes away, it's replaced by, like, three new lovely symptoms, which has been very fun. But now, like, the headaches are not a, like a, a big part of what I'm dealing with. So I go in there, and she's like, how bad are your headaches? Tell me again. I'm like, well, like if you could have talked to me two and a half months ago, we could have had a conversation here. So I feel like I'm just, and you know, at the end of the time, she's like, "Yeah." Not really much I can do. Like,
1: thank you. I mean, I listen to all yours, and it makes me feel like I'm being, like, a total dork for feeling bad about my own. No, being sick is being
0: sick, man. Like, I mean, I'm
1: just, I'm more just congested, very, just short of breath. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I mean, we've established running a mile for me is is an accomplishment itself. You don't look
0: like normal, Trevor. You look like Yeah, but,
1: like, life. I get up, and I'm, like, I just, I'll just, i just stand up and be, like, out of breath. That's not good. Like, I, yeah, I'm trying to have, like, long dialogues on here, like, cause me to lose breath. Like I felt breath. pretty bad yesterday and I was very convinced that you
0: had given me COVID again, which I was going to be pretty upset about because being reinfected is not something I want to go through uh, right now. I don't think I
1: have COVID. I mean, I can still taste smell.
0: I see. I never, I've never had issues with taste and smell. That's true. And I've had COVID and I've had been dealing with this and it is kind of a rarity for long, like long COVID people. Most of them still do have like taste, smell stuff. I mean, I've got a buddy who, you know, had mild COVID, um, has been back to work, like has done all this stuff and just can't taste and smell. I think it's the only thing is, it's never come back for him, which sucks, but I've never, it's one of the very few like lists. I've never had it, which I'm thankful for. I I like tasting food. I like being able to smell stuff. Um, so I feel good about that. I've had
1: no appetite either. I haven't, I've had, I've eaten two bananas since Monday night. It's not
0: good. You're gonna look like me in a few months. Like this is, that's how I seriously,
1: I mean, maybe. I mean, that's actually not a bad thing. <laughs> well, not, not a great thing.
0: But I went home. I, I did I took a quick test, one of the rapid tests, which, again, like, who knows? Like, I, I, the one time I did have COVID, I tested negative at home, but everybody else in the house had it, so I knew I had it. And then when I got, went to, like, one of those little drive through places, which I don't really think they even have those anymore, I was positive. But I just did it for peace of mind. And I did, like, I fell asleep early last night. I think I just needed a, a ton of sleep like you. But I woke up and felt, I don't, I don't feel great, but I feel better. So I
1: mean, I feel I'm, I'm starting to get up a little bit. I mean, also I just literally woke up like 40 minutes ago. Yeah. So you, I it mean, it could just be
0: that but you but you sound different. You look different. Yeah. Than usual. I mean, I'm still I'm you don't still have a little lethargic. Not the usual Trevor Pep
1: in your step. I was, I was I was almost like almost like trying to stay awake driving to the, the bats game last night after here and trying to stay awake during the game. Nothing against Nick and, and, and Jim. They did a great job. How they do? How
0: the bats do last night?
1: Yeah. yeah. Did you like, bet? No. Okay. Good. Thankfully, I uh, I just got so distracted with everything. I just by the time I was like, oh crap, the game's starting. I couldn't bet. Then I got upset because the bats went up two nothing. I'm like, oh man, mm. they end up losing six to two. So we got a lot going on over here these days. We
0: got, yeah. I mean, some new sponsors that we're excited about. We got a, re- yes. you know, got stuff going on there. We've got, uh, you know, getting ready for all the Friday night games around here. That we have more high school action on our networks. And now we've got to get we're ready to like juggle like 15 games at once with, uh, you know, UofL being here. We still have. We're gonna have some Western games. We're still gonna have some, I think, Indiana area schools. Like we're, it's there's a lot on your plate right now. You're dealing with some
1: serious bleep. (laughs) Candlesticks make a good gift. (laughs) See where they register, maybe. I feel like we use that line too much, but it well, it works around. here. Yeah, it's a great line. We've never. movie.
0: I've been here for over a year. We've never been as busy as we are right now. Just with, and it's a good thing. It's a great thing.
1: Business is booming. And here's the thing: I've got a golf scramble tomorrow.
0: I don't. Yeah, I mean. Are they making you run that board still? Are you still have to get up like 630? I don't know about the
1: board part, but I mean, I'm, I, I still want to do the scramble. Yeah, you want to go, but I don't but I don't know if I can if even Scoo- be my own like good self if exactly. I'm not 100%. They're not getting the Trevor that they want. Yeah. I know, and I don't want I don't want to give them like, a, you know, a a go-bot Trevor. I want him to get the Transformer Trevor. Exactly. I'm so worried
0: about your form tomorrow for our first pregame show. By the way, I'm bringing in Keith Wynn. Keith Wynn's going to do the show, too. So
1: we need Keith tomorrow. <laughs>
0: he's going <laughs> to up the football
1: Oh, talk. it's not going to be like when you brought in Howie. <laughs> well, why? Because remember, that was when I had my gallbladder. Oh, God, that's right. Or my, my right. kidney stone. You were about to die like, on air. And I was, yeah, poor Howie was just like, Howie, like can you I bring you some jam? water yeah. and
0: yeah, some paper towels, man? At one point, I looked over at you, and I was like, is he uh, I, I thought you were gonna drop dead on air. I really did, because you just like looked. You were, like your head was like on the thing. You were like pale white. It oh, I was, do-
1: I was. I was. I was. I slept through the show. I mean, I was just. You were. It was all. I listened for you to give outro outros, and that was it. I was like, that was the words that triggered my mind. Oh, I felt bad for you. That was. That was a bad. Uh, that place. was. A t- you were in a bad place. <laughs> and I thought I felt so much better. I like, think when I left, I was like, I'm starting to feel a little better. And I went home, and I was just like, I can't do. It. I gotta go. I gotta go yeah, hospital. Yeah yeah, 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 That was. That was. when they told me. Oh, there goes my phone. Whoops, Dutch Trevor.
0: Oh good. That was a bad one. So we'll have Keith in studio tomorrow. Uh, he's off work thankfully. So he was like, "Yeah, he's like I can call in or I can just come in." I'm like, no, yeah, we love it when you come in." Usually yeah. good things happen with recruiting. Plus, it's like a football, you know, we'll we'll focus fully on the weekend ahead. We'll do our picks for the first time for this upcoming season at 5:30. I'll put the poll out tomorrow on Twitter for the high school game of the day, which I mean, the only one that I know this weekend is Sanix versus Mail. Yeah, it's a big which one. Which maybe lost a little bit of luster we'll with Mail losing on
1: last week. 94-7, I believe. 94. I think that's what channel's going to be on here. We don't have it on, on Big X? No, Big X is going to have IU in uh, Illinois. Oh, God. Again, I told so what's going on. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Thankfully, we've got like nine channels at our disposal. We love it. Because we've got 10 play-by-plays to cover. <laughs> we love it. Um, so, we'll talk about
0: all that good stuff. I've got what we're going to do today. And this is, I always try to avoid, because it's such a lazy thing to do in the middle of the summer or like when you get even close to the end of the season. And I don't think it's a lazy thing to do when you get to the actual like week before the season starts is game-by-game game predictions, because I, I think it's fun. It's an easy way to, to generate content in, like, July or June, but it has more merit when you're staring right directly in the face of the upcoming season. And, you know, we want to go on record with our picks. We kind of—we we gave out our overall records, I think, earlier this this week, or we kind of danced around it, um, but game-by-game. Game, I think that will be fun. We'll do that. I've got some follow-up thoughts on—I mentioned yesterday I haven't heard a whole lot about the Mikel Jones quote from ACC Media Day. Our friends over at State of Louisville alerted me to some of Malik Cunningham. Malik Cunningham basically told the inside story of that what happened at Media Days when he found out about the quote and what Mikel Jones said to him. And it's a little, it's a little spicy. Like this, this is not a. The Syracuse people wanted to downplay. Like, oh, he was misquoted. They're, don't make it a big thing. Like there's legit bad blood there. So that makes me even more excited for Saturday night. We're gonna talk about that.
1: I Kind of hoping he said he was gonna backtrack on it. But like I not never said that. I th- see that. That's kind of where we thought I we have the going. audio right oh, here, no. Mr. Jones. That's not me. That ain't me. That's, Mr. Jones, you're saying your own name. You gave your you gave your Social Security number to the, the interview. Who is the U of A football player that got, Was it uh, was it Honte Woodard?
0: Who uh, I don't remember. I don't remember Honte Woodard. Or or was, was it, it? I think it was Honte Woodard who like had gotten it was John L. Smith days. It was either him or like Michael Josiah, where they had I remember that name. They were arresting him for like getting a huge shipment of uh, of illegal drugs, and they're like packaged for Jay Woodard, and he was like, "That's me," and they're like. Sir, you're under arrest. He's like, "That ain't me." <laughs> like like that was. Like I thought the, that was
1: like what Jerome Simpson did in the Bengals. May have been that too. <laughs> uh, but we,
0: <laughs> we, we'll get that's, to. That's funny though. <laughs> we'll get to all that good stuff. Also, we have some uh, some news on the other sports. A couple other basketball recruiting tidbits. I know we mentioned Curtis Williams yesterday. That news uh, about him, his announcement for when he's going making a commitment, when he's going to be taking a visit to Louisville. There's another uh, player of note there. Also, we'll take a look at the other side. The 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 writers for Syracuse. How they're feeling about this, what they're just, how they're justifying any excitement that they have. We'll do all that for the next uh, hour and a half or so. We're on until five o'clock, and then of course we'll hear from you on the Thornton Sex Line at 502-414-1450. I, this is typically the portion in the show. First of all, do you have is Carl Insider happening? Because I'm look, I see you looking at your phone. I'm listening. I just want to make sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, that's I, I do I have it. I'm just, I'm just mixing it down right now. That's what I figured was happening. This is usually the portion of the show where like I ask you how your night went, but I, I already know you fell asleep very early. So, I mean,
1: I did watch Dynamite. Like I skimmed it. Like I saw that we're you know, I saw I kinda watched the promos of uh Moxley and, and CM Punk and that's gonna be the main event at the pay per view on, on Sunday, but I didn't get a chance to really like enjoy like the uh the main event which was Omega and Osprey well not those two individually, but the six man match and so on and so forth. Well You sound very intrigued by it. I, I was. I was. Orange Guest on tomorrow. Night. I was
0: about to say, like, this is usually where I ask you, but I don't need to, so we can just dive right into this. But then you just went ahead and said, like, it was, it was, uh, which is fine. But the first, the, exceeding all other sports news stories in this world today, no Louisville talk, no, you know, basketball hoops and re- recruiting nuggets. And I know that you haven't seen this. At least I assume that you haven't seen this yet. Our guy, formerly our guy, then he wasn't our guy. Now I think he's kind of back to being our guy because he did this. Fred Calgill has dropped the lawsuit against. Germany. I did
1: see this yesterday. It's over. Yes. It's,
0: our 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 long local regional see. nightmare has come to a conclusion.
1: <laughs> um is the damage already done? The damage eyes? is kind you of already done? done. Yeah. I mean, he already opened up the Pandora's box by by even just establishing it. For, I mean, I unfortunately. Do you think cuz some people have Did you know now that you're going to get somebody who is an intern or very low level? That may be there, and this could happen to them, and it almost makes it worse. And they're gonna, and they're going to, yeah. And in that situation, you're gonna, you know, you can't be like, well, you know, why is this? You know, with Fred, it was like, dude, come on, you, you don't need the money. Exactly. You know? But if it is in that level, and they see now it's okay to open up a lot, then, uh, then it's gonna be hard to be like. I mean, because that's well, we somebody who probably can't afford their medical bills like Fred We've could. seen it the last two weeks at local high school
0: games where they've had media members sign those waivers. Yeah. And I see, like, even though the lawsuit's been dropped, it almost makes it worse the way that, that it played out because I assume they're still going to have to do those waivers just to cover all their bases. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Which is a direct result of Gill doing this, and in the end, he did it for essentially nothing because you know it didn't even get off the ground. Now, there's some lot of thought that maybe, like, you know, maybe Trinity reached out behind through intermediaries and was like, "Hey, can we make this go away with this?" I don't think that's what happened. I-, I think Fred was, I think Fred was genuinely surprised by the backlash that he got, which I don't know how, but you know, people do things all the time where you're like, "Did you not really think that this was the way people were going to react?" Like, that's what happened, and then I think Fred probably also realized the case wasn't as strong as maybe somebody convinced him it was. Uh, I, I could be wrong about that, but that's kind of my hunch as far as what's gone down. And I think also having the lawsuit out there made things awkward for Fred in the middle of high school football season, in the middle of college football season. Like, he probably wanted to—I He, he I know he, the lawsuit— the basis of it was he can't do his job the way that he could before the injury, but he's still he's still been working, he's still been doing things, and he's you know they want him to get out there out, out of the studio and do some more on site stuff, and I'm sure it's awkward for him whether it's high school, college, or what have you right now doing a game when everybody knows what's what's happening. So uh, I think that probably was the catalyst for this being dropped.
1: you're probably not right. not just Fred, but Wine itself. Fair, I mean, I could see some high schools being like, hey, you know. Dominic case you can't you can't come yeah, out again. I don't know yeah. if we really want you to come. You know, we'll let you know WDRB and HAS and yada yada come, but you know we, we we're afraid to have you come because I mean, what 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 if you get food poisoning in our in our cafeteria? You going to sue us, right? I mean, I know that you know that's joking, but I mean, but not so much. But yeah. yeah, you don't know, and I mean, the fact that you've got to make them sign the waivers, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's a good way to get around it, but it just seems like it's it's something that shouldn't be necessary. It shouldn't be. I mean, it's. I feel like it's just, yeah, yeah. You assume
0: the risk when you're going to a game. Uh, I know it's, you know, if, if anything happens...
1: I mean, at what point do we start making students sign waivers to to, to attend the game? I mean, yeah, do you, does I mean, everybody, we, everybody have to sign some sort of waiver yeah, when they I mean, attend that, anything? that's the thing. That's, that's, what problem, that's what happens when you open a Pandora's box. Or you, 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 you erase the line. You, you don't know where to start drawing the new one. You, I mean, you know, if you buy the ticket, you take the ride. And,
0: and I guess the, the, the legal... Response to that in this case would be, well, media members aren't buying tickets. They're getting in. Again, you're assuming the risk if you're on the sidelines covering a game. That should go without saying, especially if there's a special circumstance where it's like, oh, no, Trinity High School had a gigantic like spike on the ground and I ended up getting impaled by it. That's a little bit different than just a normal deal where a player... Runs out of bounds and hits you like that. We see that happen. You watch did, any did they football game. No, which is why I don't think there's any legal basis for that. If they did, you might have a case, even though you're just covering the game by normal. If they had a ju- like a huge knife lying around and you happen to to get stabbed by it because you fell after getting hit by a player, then you have more of a case than this than this thing that happens in virtually. You know, 90% of football games that we watch that are covered by TV folks. So uh, I was glad to see that kind of go away. Just, I mean, Fred's Fred's Fred. He's been in Louisville forever. You, you know, you'd like to see him move past this. And I hated to see him getting kind of. It's unfortunately, though, it, it's going
1: to be now that's going to be his legacy. It, it, it might be. No, it be. is. It's, you know, I, I hate to. And know, uh, he doesn't want it to happen. And I, I mean, at some point, he'd rather be, you know, I challenge Fred to remain. I just say, you think people remember this more yeah, than I challenge Fred. I think so. I think when it comes down to it, it's going to be. You know, you you'll bring up Fred Cowgill. Like, wasn't that the guy that sued because he got ran over to high school game?
0: I have noticed like how much how prevalent the joke has been in the last like three weeks. Like when we did the when I did the um, the, the the Jack Harlow kickball thing. Like Kendrick posted that picture. He's like here with card, I got referees today, and like I think seven responses out of the seven responses, like six of them were some Fred Cowgill joke. I like I saw Terry Miners make it. Anytime I've seen a sideline <laughs> picture, there's been some sort of Cowgill joke in recent weeks, and you're, you may be right. Like I mean, it may, may stick with him for the long haul.
1: It'll die down, it, it, but it'll just. But eventually, when it's all said and done, and, and you're talking, you know, say, you know, you know, our, our son is, you know, about to go to college, uh-huh. and, and somehow Fred Calgill's name come up, and he'll be like, oh, "That was the guy that got that, that tried to sue, he got right, that did the frivolous lawsuit." I don't know if the youth will know it, but. People who are around right now, they'll remember it, I think. Or if they ask, who's this Fred Kalgan? Like, oh, he's a sportscaster. He actually tried to sue somebody when he got ran over. That's just kind of be what he'll be. I think that's going to be tagged with his name, unfortunately. You might be right. You, you might be right. Um, other thing that I thought today. I wish he earlier, had called me before he did this lawsuit. I could have really had a conversation with him.
0: Fred, you know, he's one of our first guests on the show back in the day. Oh, no. A year I mean, ago. I wouldn't he's have told sure. him he
1: can't do it, but I would have been like, dude, you got, you're got, you not looking at all the angles. Just man.
0: think it through, man. Just, just, just think it through. <laughs> Fred. Fred, listen closely. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Um the the other thing that did real quickly before we dive into like the, the topics du jour, I noticed it was the fifteen year anniversary of mustard again. The jour of the day. Uh not Dijon. Once again. Um uh, it's the fifteen year anniversary of the App State, Michigan upset. First week of the two thousand seven college football Biggest season.
1: Upset in college football history, by the way.
0: Not point spread wise, but like I don't care what point in terms of say. like the, the mental, like I think the way that people remember it. It's like it's kind of like the the Virginia deal where when you look at it, like like Chaminade beat Louisville the next year in the Maui event, but no, but nobody remembers nobody cares nope. like it's just it was such an unexpected thing that Michigan team had so much hype going into that season and nobody like we knew less about FCS football back then as a collective college football fan base of course then we do now i think people pay just, there was less coverage of all that stuff like we didn't know that app state was a perennial national championship contender and all that stuff we no. just knew they were app state like who cares
1: they yeah. were division two school and they were 33.00 point and i'm sure there was at some point in in time where d2 school beat a D one but never at that level not like that yeah and i mean and even in my knowledge i couldn't tell you i mean i'm sure again i'm sure it happened and you can point it out i'm sure there's dozens of times it happened but yeah it was probably against you know South, well, not even South Florida because they were only a team since the early 90s. But you get what I'm saying. It was one of those kind of matchups. This was still, yeah. I mean, this is the, to me, I mean, you can argue it, but point spread thing or not, the biggest upset in college football. It's
0: the most memorable for sure. That, too. Yeah. I think it's definitely the one that that has something to do with it. Like when you say college football upset, people our age and and probably a little bit older and maybe even a little bit younger, this is the one that their minds are immediately going to go to.
1: I mean, where would you go if you weren't going to argue this one? The only other one that really—I mean, I know you have the the Stanford USC. USC which that, that's what I was going to say. But that's, but that's that was point spread. That's point spread. Yeah. And
0: we—I think we only remember that because it usurped it. It took over Louisville Syracuse that same year as the yeah. biggest point. Like I remember that for that reason alone. I was like, okay, well, we, at least we only held that title for a couple of months. That was nice. Uh, but I remember that one. It, which that one also just made no sense. The Stanford team was awful, and that USC team was so good. Um, that was
1: bizarre. That still was the Stanford team that had Andrew Luck, wasn't it? I don't think he was. Was he a freshman on the team? It was Hardball. I know that. Whoever, whatever it was, like they were terrible. Like, yeah. They, they were not it, it's good. It was Hardball's first year. You're right. Yeah. I don't know if Luck was on that team or not. He might not have been. He might have come in his second year. But my memories from
0: the, the App State Michigan game, the only one that sits with me, because we, like the Big Ten Network had just become a thing. Mm-hmm. And I, remember, I think it was the first year that we had it over at my parents' house. So, like, we're ready. I'm watching football with my dad. Like, we're, we're, you know, we're watching the big games. And we notice, like everybody else, it's the second quarter and it's like 21 14 App, App State. And back in the day, you know, you used to not – unless you bought those, like, pay-per-view packages, which we would do from mm-hmm. time to time if we wanted to watch a game, uh, it, you couldn't have access to that. Like, you would just have to, like, keep watching the score on CBS or ESPN on the bottom line and, and see what was going on. But being able to flip over to the Big Ten Network and watch that was so awesome. And we watched the whole game. And then my buddy Danny, podcast Trevor, uh, he uh-huh. he had just started – I say just he, – he, he had started dating at the end of college um, – the girl who's now his wife and she's like a diehard Michigan fan. She's from Columbus, but her whole family was from Michigan. They all went to Michigan. And this is like the first game of him as like a boyfriend where he's dating a diehard Michigan fan. And they had to go to Lexington for a wedding. And so they're in the car, they'd watch the game and she she'd like given up on the game. And then she finds out that Braylon Edwards makes the long catch and they're about to kick a game winning field goal. And so Danny calls me as like the field goal is about to happen. He's like, he's like, Hey man, like we're we're in the car. We can't hear this. Like, just let us know what happened. Let, let, Let us know if they win. So I'm sitting there on the phone with him. The kick gets blocked. My dad and I are just like screaming. We're like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And I, on the phone, all I hear is Danny being like, "Yeah, yeah, no, no, they they, they lost. No, it's over. All right, all right, Ron, I'll call you. I'll, I'll talk to you later." And I was like, "And that was it." Like that, was, I felt so bad for him. Like I'm like hooting and hollering. I'm going nuts. And his like diehard Michigan fa- like girlfriend is about to just jump out of the car because it was a
1: noon game. It was early. Yeah. Yeah. I had I, I, it's one of those games that I actually remember where I was as well, and it's hard, few, few and far between. But I was working Glen Oaks that morning, and I remember it was it just it was by by the time the game was coming to an end, it was basically me and like five golfers who were just pa- w- delaying their their turn, going on the, the back nine because they were watching the end of the game with me on the TV yeah. behind the bar going nuts. It was, a, it was a fun game. It's
0: unreal. I mean, it stuck with everybody. And of course, the quarterback coach for that App State team, none other than Scott Frederick Satterfield himself.
1: Well, we forget also that Michigan team went like 10-2. and They ended up being very good. Now, was that the same one that got Mike Hart got lit up in the bowl game against South Carolina? I think that's right. He was on that team, I know. Because he was the
0: running back. He was the running back. And they, I remember they had a whole lot of hype going into that year. I think that that was the same team that I think they went 10 and 2 and then lost to South Carolina in the bowl game. And got
1: just yeah, and got he got blown up. Who did
0: we play that day then? That was the Little Sugar Bowl year then. No, this was this was 07. We this was Craig Thorpe's first year.
1: Oh, okay. So we were all very excited about Well, then football. that wasn't the same year because the so Michigan was 9 and 4. Yeah, the, the Michigan team that got blown up by South Carolina, that was the same day as the, the Sugar Bowl. This was the Michigan team in.
0: and this was actually my first thought before you said that. This they went 9 and 3. And then they lost to in in they went nine and they went eight and four in the regular season. They ended up being like just okay, like good but not great. Yeah. And then they beat a really good Florida team in the uh, the Citrus Bowl.
1: Oh, okay. So they finished nine and four, but they lost. I mean, they lost to. I was thinking they had a better year than that, but still, I mean, to come off a loss to App State, which. I mean, hindsight. We now know App State was a very good team as well. Right, but still. I think their quarterback played in the NFL as a defensive back, didn't Armani he? Armani Edwards. I remember the. I, I remember he got like a shot. I think he played DB a little bit in the NFL. But the, not the other I thing lie. I remember
0: about that Michigan team because they had so much hype going into the year, they lost that game, then they got blown out by Oregon, and so I think everybody I kind of that. everybody remembers that Michigan team as being crap. But then they won like like eight games in a row. I, I want to say, and I know they lost to Ohio State. They lost to somebody else before the regular season, but then they won that bowl game against Florida. So they ended up being like not. Preseason top five, good, but still a good team that App State beat in their own house.
1: Well, I I, I think I should just briefly, but we just kind of just just back. We kind of went on a little tangent, and you brought up the point spread things, but like what what other like upsets come to your mind when you think of upsets, like memorable upsets? And I don't know how memorable, how much of an upset it would be, but it is memorable to me. I kind of lean towards Boise State and Oklahoma and the Fiesta yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that's
0: probably that, – that's up there. I mean,
1: I know that's – that maybe not fair in the same comparison, but it's – I think that's also my – Especially when you watch that game, you see how dominant Oklahoma is in the second half of that game, and now Boise State's, like, hanging on by the thread the entire I think time. that's my favorite
0: non-Louisville college football game of all time. That's yeah, a good one. We were in Miami for the Orange Bowl, and I remember we went to, like, the where the UVA party was, and we were watching the start, and, like, Boise State gets off to a decent start, and then, like you said, like – the 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 power kind of reverts and and it, what always happens in these types of games happens in Oklahoma just they, they start trying and they pull ahead and it, Oh, Adrian
1: Peterson's is dominant like they yeah, have no, you feel like it's over they can't stop him yeah
0: and then we went back to this little place that we ended up staying in in Miami and like we're watching the game and like we start watching right when the comeback happens we see the double lateral we see the like I, I like we're all just like blown away we're so tired at this point we just want to make sure we get rest for the big day tomorrow but like we can I'm like As it happens, I'm like, I think this is the best game I've ever seen in my life. And I still kind of stand by that. It was just so... Because, like, those upsets hadn't happened at that point, on that level.
1: No. You know? I mean, you'd seen... I guess we had not seen the Georgia, why that was later on. but um, I mean, we, we hadn't really seen anybody like Boise in a because it wasn't the BCS, but, like, in that field. Well, it was the BCS. Yeah, but we I and mean, we hadn't seen anybody like Boise State in that level just yet. When they'd gotten that shot, then, I guess, they'd by and large been blown out. Yeah. and Well, I mean, they hadn't even been at that chance yet. I mean, to that, I guess if we, because it's kind of forgotten about, and maybe I don't know why, but, like, I can't remember if it's before or after, because it's all in that same area, but when Utah beat Alabama, you know, that's the one you think would get kind of more yeah. traction, but it does get kind of yeah, just kind of lost in, in the fold of everything. But, you know, and then Hawaii, of course, got destroyed by Georgia. And I think those were both post-Fiesta Bowl.
0: I think the Hawaii season was the season directly after.
1: I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was later because I think I was working in radio when that happened. I feel like that a, was
0: later. On. I was in college when the Fiesta Bowl happened. I think they got a ton of respect because of what had happened with Boise State the year before. And people were like, you, take them seriously. Take it, you took yeah. And they got their, their shot and they got lost uh, by and it's 75 funny, points.
1: Cause I don't know if you've realized this about me before, because especially with the Central Florida stuff, which we weren't on the air together then, but. I'm the one that's like if a team goes undefeated, I don't care what conference, you're in, put them in the put them in the playoff. You go undefeated, give them a shot. I'd like to. Yeah. I know nine out of ten times they're going to get just completely taken behind the woodshed, but I, I put them in there. If you go undefeated, you deserve to get it. And I remember, I've been arguing that for you know back to whenever that bowl game was in 2007, and a buddy of mine was just like they're going to get destroyed, Oklahoma. So and I just remember we arguing, and I'm like, bet, let's bet fifty bucks right now. Of course, fifty bucks, especially back then at the college, was like betting me betting a thousand right now. I'm like, but fifty bucks. He's like, all right. And of course Oklahoma states, you know, or Oklahoma, excuse me, uh, Boise States up big and I'm I'm c i am i am call him up, I'm running my mouth. He he gives me this, I didn't make that bet. Uh, I didn't make that bet. Uh, Oklahoma comes back, I get a call from him. Man, I, you're right, you know, you're right. I think we did make that bet. He's so confident. And then of course when the win happens, he's like, he just doesn't aim, he just stopped answering his phone after the after the hook and ladder on the an Ian awful Johnson. Move. Yeah. That's a scumbag. Both. And by the way, say I'm still waiting for that jersey that I won for me in the Ohio State-Miami bet of one I don't care if you did think that we cheated. What a welcher. Um, <laughs> you mentioned the playoff, by the way. Quick news before we take our first break. Brett Murphy reported this
0: right when we were getting off the air yesterday. But the, the, the comfortable playoff expansion is not dead. Apparently the board of managers uh, on Friday, they could go ahead and adopt a 12-team playoff format for the final two years of the current playoff contract. That would be 2024 and 2025. And if you start thinking, hmm, 2024 hmm. and 2025 might not be a bad timeline for a program that, I don't know, say is about to bring in the best recruiting class in program history. <laughs> those kids would be sophomores and juniors for those two seasons. Maybe they'd be hitting their stride at that point in time. They could be one of the 12 best teams in the country, make a little splash in the playoff, at least get to, you know, play in one of the, the first expanded playoffs of all time. How? Ex- I mean, I, I don't understand people who are against expanded playoffs. How I, exciting would it be? For, I'm against
1: 12. I think it just should be eight.
0: I mean, just, but even if it's just, there's just two extra games. I don't know. If we're like playing in the 12 9 game or the 10 11 game to get a spot into the, the quote unquote main bracket or however it would be laid out and you win that, it's so much more exciting than beating, you know, Mississippi State and the Music City Bowl again that year or whatever it would wind up being. Like, just, I mean, more playoff, like, more playoff football is, is a good thing. Now, if it got too big. Yeah, like like the NCAA tournament expanding anymore, I think would be a, a terrible thing. But ha- it's a solid ratio: T- 130 total teams, 12 of them make the playoff. I'm all for it. I- I'd be okay with 16. I think 12 is a good starting point. I'm, I'm I'm excited about it more because it affects my team than anybody else. Like like. I- Louisville has a better shot of getting in the playoff now with twelve teams clearly than they do with a fourteen playoff, and I want to see that. Well, happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: We clearly we have a better shot with sixty-four in football too than we do at twelve. But well,
0: yeah, but again, like you know, if, if it's going to, to deteriorate the sport that much, which a
1: half the teams making the playoff would. Well, the problem, is not not 12, the problem is with twelve. The problem with twelve is that like eight of them have no real chance. Well, see,
0: but you you just said like you've always been for undefeated teams getting a chance to play for the national title. Yeah, but the problem problem is that they also get a
1: shot. Yeah, well, I mean. They should get their shot without being bumped out, regardless for a two loss team. But but
0: now they are. You mean, should be happy about that. Going,
1: also going undefeated. Is I mean, it's not like it happens five times, five te- teams a year. I mean, it
0: doesn't. But again, like now, they're sometimes are rare rewarded to even have one. So won. why are you against that?
1: Well, I mean, the last one that really got really kind of screwed over was Central Florida.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, but and, and now they wouldn't be.
1: They'd have a chance to play for the title. Yeah, I mean, well, they would have that with eight too. I think, but yeah, you think. I would hope so. Good lord! If you're undefeated, you still get bumped from an 18. I mean, game? there
0: was like a couple of years ago where that Coastal Carolina team was was undefeated and they were like still like number 16 in the country or whatever. Like this would, if you have a group of five guaranteed, they
1: also didn't finish undefeated too. But exactly, but yeah. they,
0: they would have had a shot. Like that's the, that's my thing. Because I, I agree with you. If you win every game on your, there should be no major sport in America where if you win every game that you're scheduled to play. You don't get a chance to play until you lose, right? Yeah, you should probably. have a shot to play for the national title. This would guarantee that, and I'm, I'm all for that. And if they lose, if they go out there and they play Alabama or whoever and they lose 65 to nothing, so be it. It's what makes the NCAA tournament great for men's and women's basketball. It's what would make college football significantly better.
1: Is me. it because Hawaii got beat so bad? Is that what it's what just soured everybody to get on it so quickly?
0: No. No. I don't think that game. I think it was just the halves always wanted to remain the halves. Uh-huh. And. It's kind of the way it's always been in college football. I mean, there were people who didn't want the because the
1: Hawaii, but the Hawaii game was actually the, the no, that wasn't the actual tournament, was it? No, they the tournament wasn't around yet. Obviously, I haven't been doing the no, tournament. No, this was. Now. I mean, just since what twenty fourteen?
0: I mean, not just it's almost ten years. Yeah, I think this is the this will be the the ninth
1: season of it. So that was not too long because Hawaii. I think but Hawaii was, was 0-7. Oh, was it that long? I thought it was... Yeah. I thought, well, like was I said, that? it was the season right after. Oh, okay. I thought it was like 2010. Okay, yeah. my bad. I will
0: right, we'll take a break. We'll take some of your text on the Thornton Sacks line, then we'll dive into some of the Syracuse they did, talk. They get destroyed, though. They did. It was bad. It wasn't even close. <laughs> and then next hour, we'll make our uh, game-by-game predictions for the season. Uh, again, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If you have an AC issue this summer, Or in the fall, now that we're in September, AirServe is the place to go. They've got EMTs for your air conditioning because their technicians are available 24-7. They're always focused on air quality and energy efficiency, whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted is always going to make sure you're comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home. Give them a call today at 502-264-9662 or visit them online at AirServe.com backslash Louisville 264-9662, AirServe, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. We'll come back. We'll take some text and continue with the Louisville conversation here on 1450 The Big X. Always want to go with twenty-one. Made the road his own for you. Not later. twenty-one yet. Then he made the road his own.
1: You know he was. I think he was sixteen when he wrote. No, it no, wasn't this. Uh, Jackson first song he wrote was like sixteen. What song was it? Uh, oh, what's the name of the song? Running wild, running into the sun, but I'm running behind. Can you not? Can you sing this without picturing Forrest Gump? Yes, <laughs> I can't.
0: But it definitely. After you say hard. It, yeah, you definitely think about it. Uh, welcome back in, Mike Rutherford Show. We have some big-time news. You may have seen this already, if you haven't, if we're breaking this to you for the first time. Buckle up. Yeah. We know where Donovan pull, Mitchell's pull, pull going. Pull over the
1: side of the road. Don't. I don't want you getting a wreck on our point. Don't do us.
0: We had a Woj bomb five minutes ago right as we got off of air. Uh, Woj tweets out, The Cleveland Cavaliers have acquired Donovan Mitchell in a trade. He then went on to add that the Cleveland will send three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps as part of the deal to Utah. For Donovan Mitchell, Donnie. I mean, we, all we've heard is you know, Knicks or Knicks or Heat, Knicks or Heat, Heat or Knicks, Heat or Knicks, and then th- there have been some other stuff like t- tossed in there. I haven't heard anything about the Cavs, and boom, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, Donnie's going to Cleveland.
1: I was kind of hoping Pacers would do this kind of move, but you know, anything. You know what? Anything's better than New York. That's that's the only thing I was. I just did not want Mitchell in New York because I wanted to still be able to like him. He's like, I, gotta get I mean, I can always like him. I just can't root for him if he's with the Knicks.
0: He's like, I got to get out of Salt Lake City, man. I got to go to a, a better city. They're like, how about Cleveland? He's like, well.
1: Another lake? <laughs> uh, we'll do what we can.
0: Uh, congrats to Donovan, though. Hopefully. For the record, I've been, fresh start in Cleveland.
1: I've been to both Salt Lake and Cleveland. You should have stayed in Utah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going by cities. If you're going by franchises. Yeah. I don't know if there's really a pick between the two. I mean, I don't know what Cleveland... I think mean, what Cleveland was just above just above five hundred last year. They didn't give any players, which means you are going to look at probably a a semi three guard rotation with him and Garland and and, and Sexton.
0: Is Ricky Rubio still in the Cavs? I know he was. I don't believe so. That was a could be a reunion. I mean, Is Kevin uh, I, Love still there?
1: Maybe He's still on his salary. I think. I mean, you've got Jared Allen as your your starting big man who developed last year a little bit, man. Uh, you've got the Markinson kid from Arizona, from Chicago, who was a lottery pick just a few years ago. They added him last year. Now, the biggest problem is they also have JD, J.B. Bickerstaff as their coach. And that dude is a walking tool. Horrible coach.
0: Best of luck to Donovan. That's,
1: I mean, at least it's a fresh
0: start. Maybe he can become a bigger star in Cleveland. We'll see what happens.
1: I mean, it's, it's you're going from the west to the east. I mean, you have a good chance of having the the Jason Kidd effect.
0: Well, they had Darius Garland too. The, the kid from Vandy. I was about to say Garland. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah. Played like three games. Hey, I got I to do saw... it to you finally. Yeah, I, I just saw you his to tweet. me all the time. <laughs> I just saw his tweet. He's excited about this. So that's, yeah, because I good. said they'll
1: probably run. I'm assuming they're going to run some of a three guard rotation with him and, and Sexton as well. The
0: Knicks don't get anything good because the Knicks don't deserve anything good.
1: They don't. That's what happens. Now three. I mean, that's just. I mean, Mitchell's doesn't sign an extension though, right?
0: I what do you mean? He,
1: like his contract's got like, just one year left on it, I think, doesn't it? I have no or idea. Two. Couldn't tell you because I'm just I'm curious why the. I mean, if you're Utah, you're kind of giving him up for nothing. I mean, draft picks are three first rounders is it's and then two uh, pick flops. I mean, picks don't really mean as much in the, unless they're a top ten pick, really. And you're not probably getting that with from Cleveland in this scenario. Then they're really not worth anything. Mm, we'll see. I mean, if they were, you wouldn't see people giving them away like everything, like they do in the NBA on a regular basis. I mean, there was a trade in the last NBA draft where I can't remember what team it was. They've given away so many first round picks they had to trade away a 2027 first. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm like, the kid isn't kid's in like elementary
0: school. Let's take a let's take a couple of texts here. 414 1450. Since we have uh, not gotten to the text line yet today. Text Mike, I listened to the Car Chronicle podcast yesterday. I don't know why you're lying and saying you're all going to do weekly pods. I hope it's true, but I'm not holding my breath. Like When football season rolls around, we do weekly pods. We I do, do need to listen to that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we recap the games. We, we, we used to, for a while there, we were doing two, you know, two a week. And then the only reason why we didn't do that many this, this summer was Dan's work got busy and then I got sick. So that was, uh, was tough. So I said What happened with yesterday's show? Well, we, <laughs> we were off the air for like an hour. We still don't really know why or what happened. We, had, uh, we, we basically had an hour on air and, and we still haven't really figured it out.
1: Plus, like a twenty a twelve minute podcast added to it.
0: Texas says, "Is your issue with okay? Is it vaccinated related? I've gotten. I'll address this right now because you know I put out the message on Twitter a couple of days ago about dealing with the long COVID stuff, and I'd say like ninety eight percent of the responses were like just made me feel very good, like like we're very supportive, and then I did get a few just kind of like a whole DMs from people who were like." That's what you get for taking the, the death shots. Like, that's what you get. Like all the, and I'm like, you know, why would you ever say that to another human being? I don't understand it. As far as like, because I, everybody who sent me a, a mean message was all about the vaccine. And I can't guarantee that the vaccine is not causing some long COVID in people i'm not a doctor i can't guarantee that the vaccine
1: didn't can't, cause you can't even get to a doctor to find out yeah
0: I, I can't i can't guarantee that the vaccine didn't cause my long covid what i can guarantee is that the vaccine is not causing all long covid and you know how i know because a majority maybe not a majority but i'd say a healthy amount of the people who are on these forums and five people that i know personally that have long covid that have reached out all had it before the vaccine was available before there was a vaccine and the symptoms are almost identical to what I've dealt with. So there are people who have been dealing with this since, you know, March, 2020, since late 2020, since before you could get a vaccine who all have the exact same symptoms that I've been experiencing for the last uh, five, six months. And that people have been experiencing off and on since 2021 or 2022. So again, I cannot guarantee that the law, the, the vaccine isn't having some effects on certain people or that it's, you know, what caused mine but i can guarantee you that it's not the only thing that's caused like long covid was around before the vaccine was
1: i mean i got my i got the vaccine shot and this is the first time i've been sick since i got it yeah there you go and i got that shot back in it was during the nba playoffs i think was when i got mine so Everybody I, I don't it. know why by the way just you talk when you're giving that that, that speech just in my head i started thinking about the family guy when he went to Congress. He's like, Come Congressman, he's, he's like, maybe, maybe it's when you shoved the dollar bills down her throat. Maybe it's when you he hit her with a chair. I don't, I don't know. know. But I I'm know not went, a doctor. But I know it didn't kill her. Smoking.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the bad message I got. And I That's a great episode. I'm about to stereotype here. All the every single message that I got that was that was mean, and there was one guy who was like, This is all in your head. I'm like, Did I not tell you about my if, if I could create my veins bulging, if I could create heart troubles that need like I would just use that those mental powers to make them go away. That that's how I would handle this. It'd be very, very easy. And the other people who were all vaccine, every single one of them had BBN in their profile. <laughs> every single one. Not stereotype. Not to stereotype, but this a one hundred percent case by case ratio. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, Texas says, Fred is dead to me. Fred (laughs) Calgill.
1: Fred is dead.
0: Texas says, Mike, I appreciate uh, reading your Twitter thread and hate that you're feeling poorly. I'm in a similar boat. Healthy and played soccer regularly. I had COVID and it wasn't fun, but I felt better after a week. For my new job, I had to get the vaccine. <laughs> Since I felt cloudy, it's hard to explain. I hope you will keep us posted if you feel comfortable doing such. Now,
1: now, some people said they also did feel sick, like when they got the vaccine. I never did. I didn't. I didn't get nauseous or anything when I had my shot. The weird thing, and this is why I can't. I'm not going to give any guarantees about like what effect
0: it has. When you you, you I, I read the the long COVID forums because a lot of times they have like good tips for things that have helped me, and some of them have said you know, I was feeling I got COVID. I had long COVID symptoms. I felt better. Then I got the vaccine. It made me way worse. Some people have said I've had long COVID for like eight months. I got the vaccine. It completely made me better. It's what healed me. You, like Again, I go back to my point at the very beginning. Who the hell knows? Like nobody knows. Like it's also new. And that's the response you get from every doctor, which is not overly comforting right now. But the reality is we're probably not going to know until like 20 years from now, the, the total effect of all this stuff. But like, you know, I, I I can't tell you exactly what effect the vaccine, if any, is having on on these people. Texas says uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, that video coming out made that case not worth it. He argued, yeah, the talking about the Fred Calgill thing. He argued that crowded area in the video was him and one other guy. Oh, at yeah. The corner. The video when it came out was not a good look. No,
1: video. It, it, yeah, it basically disproved everything he kind of argued it in his, his reasonings.
0: It wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was. It didn't help. No. Texas says that App State-Michigan game that we were talking about was the first game ever on the Big Ten Network.
1: Oh, wow. Was it? Re- I mean, I knew you you mentioned it was one of the early years, but was that really their first game ever? That's crazy. That's insane. What was the first game on the ACC Network? and wasn't as cool as that. God, it was probably a like Or SEC Network, nonetheless.
0: Wake Forest versus, I don't know. I mean, the
1: SEC was probably like Alabama destroying like Alabama A&M or something. Probably. I well, mean, the, that's what they were going that for. That would be on ESPN. But honestly, that's what they were going for for Michigan. Yeah, do you think do you think the Big Ten network assumed that th- that Michigan was going to get beat by State? Sure, I mean it's on that network because n-
0: none of the national networks wanted it. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, Texas, the show starting on time, always an upset. Man, yeah, you know. <laughs> yesterday was the last time. We'll get it figured out. Um,
1: Blame Long COVID.
0: TJ Walker texted and said bad time to go to break. Donnie Mitchell to the Cavs. Like we know, and I know right. I <laughs> got the text literally as the music was playing. Like when it went off, I was like, oh,
1: damn my phone had text messages. Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, Texas, you need to be watching Eurobasket. Uh, March Madness vibes. Every game has been excellent. I haven't watched any Eurobasket. I will fully admit that. I mean, I've gambled on it, but I haven't really watched it. I did watch. Speaking of electric vibes last night, did you watch any of the Serena match?
1: No, I did. Uh, Kelch and uh, Kern were talking about it during between innings.
0: Man, even if you don't like care about tennis, even if you don't, like, aren't a Serena fan, like the environment in New York was – I mean, she's playing the number two player in the world. She is – she's 41. She's almost 41.
1: Yeah, she, I think she's – actually, I think she – yeah, because she's born. In 81. she's yeah. about to turn 41. Yeah. she's a, a mom she's played six matches this whole year like has,
0: <laughs> has barely played any tennis she's playing the number two player in the world and she goes out there and beats her in three sets last night in front of a like celebrity crowd in, in Queens Tiger Woods is there he's the, they showed Tiger Woods 75 times he almost got as much TV time as Serena Williams but he's fist pumping all these people are fist pumping she's making she's looking like she's you know 25 again it was unreal and I you know, hope she can keep it going because I mean this is Every match could be her last. Like, she's already said she's going to retire. Her daughter was there, which was very cool. Even if, like, I've got friends who don't care about tennis who haven't watched a match in years, and they're, like, texting me throughout the whole thing. Like, this is, I mean, this is electric. It was very, very cool. Um, Texas says, WTF, Donovan to the Cavs. Sorry, Spider. I'm a little disappointed if somebody just wants to see Donovan, like, in a spotlight. Like, this doesn't feel like a, a place where he can really shine.
1: Tell it to LeBron. But
0: LeBron's LeBron. You know, Le- LeBron had the like, it's his hometown team. He's LeBron. Like I don't know. How I mean, if, to you're go- it. if
1: you're gonna be, if you're gonna win and you're gonna be good, they're gonna put you in prime time, even in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, but is I mean, like Donovan's not LeBron.
1: Well, no. I mean, and, he and he hopefully needs- for Cleveland that stays the same because LeBron also went and you know screwed his own hometown over multiple times.
0: I love Donovan, but that
1: is a sellout move. Why to go to Cleveland? Yeah, why? I think it's more of like got a trade hostage in. move. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand yeah, Have you ever either. been to Cleveland? Yeah. Dexter? I mean, come on. Uh, Tro- troy's about to pull us off the air now. We're sort of matching Cleveland <laughs> over here. Yeah, Troy. We, t- we didn't
0: bring Troy in here. Troy's not here. I it's
1: Tate it ends in He's not here. He's probably uh, throwing, he's, he's he's throwing himself a party. Troy's yeah. working. He's working. I Troy, know, he's troy's at, making plays. I tease. I tease. I tease. Troy's out there doing, doing sales. I know. I mean, which reminds me we've got to cut something to, to break.
0: Yes. Uh, apparently, Colin Sexton was
1: part of the trade, as was Lowry uh, Markkanen. Uh, that the two two of the three guys i mentioned on the roster yeah, yeah okay uh, i it, thought that was because in the nba when you make a trade you the, the 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 trade has to be within 20% like of the player's salary so you can't just trade a player for picks i don't think i think you have to throw in players in the deal
0: i've got no idea you you would know better than i would i mean
1: it's unless they've changed it in the last few years then so yeah
0: there's a traffic report here we go uh bad wreck Watterson west at dixie highway avoid if possible there you go Bad wreck, Watterson, Westbound, Dixie Highway. Avoid Why are we that getting impossible. traffic reports? I, when people send it in, I appreciate it. Most you okay, yeah. are listening. You know, you need the, we don't have our own traffic guy, Trevor. We're going to get there eventually. Maybe Jenna could do that. We, what, bring Jen on full time. Well, he, but he's on our station. That's
1: the, that's the purpose of being here is stop, traffic. Stop, stop,
0: stop, <laughs> Text <laughs> says, Dom to the Cavs. I hate this.
1: I mean, is there really – do people really want him to go to the Knicks? I mean, the Knicks would be cooler for me, like, as somebody who doesn't... Why, because it's New York? You just hate the Knicks. Like, I don't, well, I hate the Knicks, too, but, yeah, yeah, it but also it's the New fact York. that the Knicks have zero talent on their roster, but too. But they're a
0: spotlight team. People pay attention to them, whether they're good or, more times than not, very bad. Because they just happen to be in New York. Exactly. It's a big... T- I mean, you know Cleveland does have the Rock people and Roll Hall talk, of Fame, right? People will talk more about Donovan Mitchell in New York than they will about him in Cleveland.
1: You know they still have pay phones in Cleveland, right?
0: The sector says, until you start...
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, until you start smoking weed, quit bleeping, you could already be cured. Trust me. Doesn't, doesn't Talking to me? I think that's not going to be.
1: I haven't smoked anything since... Well, I did do a small one yesterday, but... Doesn't, doesn't. help. Trust me. Yeah.
0: Texas add another data point to... Pre- I've
1: had one cigarette today, by the way. What? I've had one cigarette, by the way, today. Is that less than usual? Yeah, you just smoke like five
0: on the way here. I just, i know you smoke in the parking lot. I, I don't know. I've never been like a cigarette smoker. I don't, I don't know like what the ratio is. I don't know if you smack like the a, smoke like a pack a day. I don't know what what a proper, what what a proper. I'm, by, I'm
1: usually about. If I'm not sick, I'm probably I'm close to a pack a day.
0: Uh, says, add another data point to the pre-vaccine long COVID. With a friend I know, Occam's Razor seem to be collecting dust lately. Yeah, I mean, it, look, everybody's got a theory. The last two years have changed everything. People have, have you know people have all sorts of theories. Texas says, uh, who the hell knows is right. Thanks again for sharing. You're welcome. Texas says, Donovan wanted out of Utah so he could grow his brand and he makes a lateral move, maybe even a downgrade. It, I mean, I kind of agree. Like, if he wanted out of Utah to become a bigger superstar because Utah is not going to be a big-time market, Cleveland is I don't think that's the reason, not though. a gigantic step up. I
1: think he wanted to be out of Utah because they weren't doing what he thought they needed to do to win. But I, don't, I don't think it had to be to do with marketing. Hmm. And Cleveland's a bigger market than Utah, anyway.
0: Texas says, yes, Knicks 10 times over, mistake on the lake.
1: I mean, no, you're saying New York. You can't say the Knicks because the Cavs are a better, better franchise than the Knicks. You just hate the Knicks so much. I'm just saying. You I You hate mean, them so much. I do, but that's not the point. You're fuming right now. I'm just saying, you can't sit there and say the Knicks are better because the Knicks aren't. The Knicks have been utterly irrelevant in basketball since 99 when they cheated to even get that relevance. There's this
0: traffic report. It's 2022. Check Google Maps before you drive on any interstate. Well, we're here to help people who maybe are in their car and can't do it on the fly. It's, look, people still listen to terrestrial radio. Everybody's like, well, podcasts and streaming is going to take over. More radio listeners than anybody else still just flips it on in the car. And it's, it's old school. It's fine. Um... Texas says, I'm done with all the negative talk. We are going into that GD Dome, and we are going to beat them so bad they will be called the Syracuse Orange Juice. Let's go call it. All caps. Love it. Squeeze the juice. I uh, will take a break on that note. We will come back. We'll talk about our uh, week-by-week predictions. I've got a couple other football notes to get to. We have a lot to, to squeeze into today's show in, in just a two-hour span. But thankfully, we'll have three full hours tomorrow. We'll be good to go. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll have hour number two here of the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday on 1450 The Big X. Looking at my timeline, it seems like most Lula fans do not agree, agree with the sentiment. Lula fans are upset that Donald is going to Cleveland. I'm kind of too. Why do you. This Cleveland. Like, who cares? Like, you know, it's just a boring. First of all, it's closer. Job. It is that. My buddy, the only person who's excited is Danny who lives in Columbus. He's like, hell. He's like, I love it. I'm going to go to games.
1: People in Columbus don't like Cleveland. He knows that. He,
0: well, he's not from Columbus, though. Okay. He's, he's, oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to go. I mean, he's, he's he's adopted the Blue Jackets. He's become a good Blue Jackets fan, but that's about it. They went to a crew game for the first time. He's lived there for like five years now. And he was like, like eh, it's like, whatever. Like,
1: Ohio is like Ireland, I've learned. Very different. Yeah. But, like, if you live in, like, Columbus and, Dan- and South... Like you, not a fan of anybody. Like no, people north of Columbus don't like, like that. That's where the state line is split. I think it's pretty accurate. Like they look, people in Columbus and then that I know, and these some people I talk to, like look at Cleveland. And they don't. They consider it more like, like South Michigan. Well, that's why like the, the huge rivalry between Ohio State and
0: Michigan started is because the northern part of Ohio there was this big fight over. Whether it was like technically should Mm -hmm. be Michigan or, and they all identify themselves as like basically like people from Michigan. I think
1: Toledo's right there on that line as well. They they
0: they have more of an affinity for Michigan. They like identify themselves more with like the Michigan culture or whatever the hell that is than they do the Ohio culture. And then also because Michigan back in the day would go into Ohio and get like all the best players and bring them into Michigan, Mm -hmm. and that's where
1: Desmond Howards, Ohio kid, the big
0: rivalry started. Um, The HBO. Series on the, the quick like doc they did, like I think it was back in 07. It was it's, very good. On the yes, rivalry.
1: with T- Woody Hayes and Bo. Yeah. And it's like it's only like an hour long, but it's really good. You're right.
0: It was bef- right before they played that 06 game when they were number one and they were number two. Because wasn't that like their we meeting three. or something? Like I think that's that. right. And, yeah. you know, they, and then I think, uh, Eric Parcesian, uh, not not Eric Parcesian, who was it? The uh, Bo Shembeckler died like right after mm-hmm. he filmed his interview for the, for the doc. So is it? It was very good. Is
1: there anything better than the old ESPN commercials where the two people would be making out? Yeah. The and like, these Yeah. Never graduate. This wouldn't be gross if it wouldn't. And my favorite is the one, I think, with they're driving in the car and she mentioned something about being a Michigan man. He just like tucks and, uh, tucks and rolls out of the car. Yeah. He's like, he stops. He's like, go Buckeyes. Yeah. He just drives off. Those were great commercials. They were man. very good. Very good. Those were good.
0: Texas Mike Big Gambler here. I just cannot find a way that we lose this game to Syracuse. So I have put a massive bet on Louisville minus 12. Go effing cards. Well, if you're getting minus 12, you're getting kind of screwed because it's. It's up at most books right now, but it's still minus four and a half. Uh,
1: He's giving twelve points to Syracuse. That's just stupid. Yeah, that's that. I, I mean, I, don't know if I mean, get, no offense. Do you get dude. more money for that? I don't think that's the way it works. But I mean, I guess the money lines. Yeah, I'm sure the odds
0: will be different, but yeah, I, I see minus four and a half at most books, which is up from four at the beginning of the week. But it's uh, it's still a a smaller spread than I kind of understand. But again, I mean, if you're giving twelve, we'll I'm, I'm
1: assuming your money line is like plus three forty or something. I hope so.
0: It have to be. That leads me to speaking of the Syracuse game. I want to talk about this briefly. We can do our game by game predictions coming up here in a second. But I mentioned yesterday, I was surprised that the Mikel Jones quote from ACC kickoff hasn't gotten more play this week. Um, you know, he was he's the Syracuse linebacker. He's been there for a long time, and he's had his ass beat by Louisville every time he's played them. He's you know, the Syracuse defense has been lit up by Louisville every time they've played. Uh, they've played us, and he got asked about the challenge of facing malik cunningham and this dynamic louisville offense right out right out of the gate right in week one and he could have easily said you know yeah, we love facing a big challenge like we'll find out what we're made of certainly we have a lot of respect for them all that good stuff instead he said we see it as a good opportunity we don't think it's going to be a tough challenge we're excited to play those guys first week and when the quote came out obviously it spread like wildfire in this area Louisville fans took it and went crazy with it as, as you would expect and Syracuse fans and media members were all doing this thing where it was like, I can't believe that t- that quote's going to get taken so out of context. Like, he was just answering a question. He didn't mean it like that. All this stuff. How's that out of context? Exactly. Like, the, <laughs> don't, we don't think it's going to be a tough challenge is not a quote that you can really misconstrue. I
1: don't think they understand the, 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 what, what it means to be out of context.
0: When you say, like, it's going to be a challenge for you, and he <laughs> says, we don't think it's going to be a challenge, pretty straightforward. That's pretty Yeah. I don't think that's, yeah. And again, it it would not be that much of a deal if this were a player for a team that has had success against Louisville in recent years. He plays for the one team that can't talk any bleep about Louisville going into the season. Like, legitimately, the one team on our schedule where you like we 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 just beat your brains in like every single year, and you've scored three points against us the last two years, and we've scored seventy three. You you cannot talk like this. Shut uh, up.
1: Oh, sorry, I was like, well, how would that be out of context? If somebody asked him, "Would you rather play Cunningham or Lamar Jackson?" I mean, yeah. Well, that that's the only way that could be out of context, right? But I'm Syracuse
0: thinking. fans and media <laughs> ha- they, they have said that they they've done the thing where it's like you know it's all out of context, blah blah. Our friends over at State of Louis, One and, and I had not listened to this until today because they pointed it, they put it out on uh, social media. They interviewed Malik like a month ago for the, on one of their podcasts uh, from the Pink Seats. Check it out and. They asked him about the the, the interview happened after the Mikel Jones dust up and he expressed in no uncertain terms. Like this was not a I I misspoke like blah blah. there's bad blood between these two teams. He says he and we can't play the clip on air because he cusses a little bit, but that's fine. And I'm not going to ask Trevor to actually, you know, cut any audio or clean up anything. Yeah, he's
1: (laughs) like first I've heard of this
0: (laughs) Um, Malik Cunningham. he, He says the first thing that he says is. Syracuse players, they just had this energy about them. Like we were playing the game tomorrow. Like, like they were all just like fired up. Like they were like, look at us, like doing all this stuff. And I think he's like, he's like, like we were about to play the game tomorrow. We were like, bleep. Like he uses the s word where he's just like, I mean, damn. Like what are you, what are you guys doing? I calmed down a little bit. It's media day. Like, like get over it. So he says, I, I was walking by Mikel Jones as he was giving that interview to go to the bathroom. And while I'm in the bathroom, I check my phone and I'm getting blown up by all these people telling me, like, did you hear what he just said? Like, did you see this quote? Did you see this? So he's like, I walk back kind of past him and he kind of gives me this look. He says, at the end of the day, they do this thing where all the players get into their uniforms and they go and they do like the photo shoot. You know, you're you know, for the, the images that the ACC network will use all season long and that the ACC will use in its posts. And we're, we're in the like the locker room or whatever you want to call it, the changing room. And he's like, of course, us and Syracuse are the last two teams to do this. So it's just us. And he's like, Mikel Jones is the, he's going around, he's got this, he's like, he's like yapping it up and like being, like, he's like going over to everybody and just like giving them dabs and like and shaking their hands and saying what, he's like, I'm changing my clothes. And he comes over and he kind of just like extends his hand out to me and does this thing and like gives me this look. And I'm like, you know, he's like, I'm like, at this point, I don't really want to shake his hand. And I kind of like look up to him and he pulls his hand away and just goes, see y'all week one. And I'm like, Hmm, this is not very much not a slip of the tongue. Like Mikel Jones is feeling very, very confident about this game for whatever reason. Malik also said that, like, right after this happens, Jones goes out and he's talking to – he said, he refers to, the, to him as their coach. I don't know if it was another Syracuse coach or if it was Dino Babers himself, but Malik's like, I'm sitting there, and, like, I yawn just because, you know, i a long day, been doing a lot of interviews, and the coach's like, hope you're that sleepy when we see you guys in week one or something. I'm like, w- why are you asking for all this smoke when you have had your, like, absolute bleep kicked in for not just the last two years – but seven of the last eight, besides the Petrino quit year, we have dominated. I put the score on Card Chronicle today. I think it's like three hundred and sixteen to ninety eight is the collective point total in those seven wins. None of them have been close. What? What are
1: you doing? Calm down. That, that's exactly what it is. They, 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 is this what they're, they're resorting they're that to? that little brother that just gets yeah, that gets destroyed uh, on a day by day basis by big brother out in the basketball court or you know in arm wrestling or whatever it may be. I don't know. I didn't have any siblings, and you were probably the one. They usually was on like getting destroyed by little brothers, but big I, brothers, yeah, yeah, my big brothers. You could have been destroyed by your little brother too. I didn't have one. <laughs> that would have been that would have been pretty. Little pretty, sister would have been bad. That'd have hurt. Yeah, that'd have been an ego. <laughs> he kicked to the ego there, but uh, that's what it seems like. It is. It's, I feel like that's what the that Syracuse is being. They're being that, you know, and they probably know that maybe this is their coach's last chance. If they don't know it. They should know it. And look. To the millions and millions of Kentucky fans listening, I'll make the
0: point before you guys have to jump in there and do it. It would be like a Louisville player, perhaps Malik Cunningham, coming out before the Kentucky game and being like, "We don't see them as a challenge. We don't like this is nothing to us." No, it's
1: got to be a defensive player because it's defense the, would be better. I mean, it's we have been great because they, they haven't stopped us. We can't on stop defense, them. Yeah. But
0: whoever it is on either side of the ball, because the offense hasn't been great against Kentucky either. That's true. It's been, but certainly better than the defense. Your point stands. Like, if any Louisville player were to come out and say similar things about Kentucky, yes, they would deserve to get mocked for it. They would deserve to get dragged. And there's a difference between saying, like, you know, we feel confident about that. I know Malik made the quote at Media Day about, like, everybody thinks they're so much better than us. Um, You know, we'll show them this year that the gap is, is not that far, which is different than coming out and being like, they're not a challenge. I know it's semantics, but he's not coming out and, like, guaranteeing a victory over UK or anything. He's just saying we're closer right now than the gap you know, has been between us, which has been immense. It's not like Kentucky has won games over us by 14, 17 points. They blew us out by 31. They blew us out by even more the two games before that. I think that it's fair of Blake Cunningham to say they might be above us right now, but they're not 31 points better than us, and we're going to show them this year. Like, I think that's different than being like, we don't see them as a challenge. We're excited to play them. If any UFL fan said something similar about UK right now, or even before the game this year, I, I would have a similar take. I would be like, what are you talking about? That's the one team that you can't say anything about until you start actually doing something against them on the field. And I think most local fans feel the same way. Clemson, yeah. too. I mean, hell, we've been closer against Clemson recently than UK, which is kind of embarrassing. I mean, we should have beaten Clemson last year. We had a goal on stand.
1: Mm-hmm. That's all
0: you got. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, real quick, tonight, I feel like this is as, as fun as the week zero was to have just, like, actual games. I feel like tonight we're getting the party going. And we're getting the party going because, and I miss this rivalry, and this is what Conference realignment has done. We're getting the backyard brawl back tonight. West Virginia pit going down tonight. I think the kickoff is 7 o'clock on ESPN. We had the Keaton Slovis kid coming out and saying, bleep West Virginia earlier this week. We've got all the history there. We have the fact that the ACC against... Other Power Five conference opponents in Week One has sucked in recent years. I don't know the, the David Hale stats today was sobering. I think in like the last 16 games, uh, where in the first week of the season an ACC team has played a fellow Power Five team, we're like one in 15, and we added to that last year getting beat by Ole Miss. Like it's been, it's only the one is. I mean, probably Clemson.
1: <laughs> probably, yeah. They
0: lost last year, but yeah, they, who they they beat somebody? Didn't they beat Georgia one year? They lost to Georgia last year in the Georgia. first game. Oh, Remember, it was like so it was like seven yeah, to nothing. Yeah, Neither right, team yeah. could move the ball at all. But they beat like they you know they've opened with big wins over power five teams in years before that. But this one was was not great last year. Uh, but this is Pitt is a this is a statement game kind of for the conference. You're, you're viewing this mm-hmm. as maybe your second or third best team in the league that playing a team in West Virginia that has not been great in the Big Twelve that is not expected to be one of the best teams in the Big Twelve. Both, it's both at quarterbacks
1: home. were once teammates battling each other for a starting job in the West Coast. You're right. It's, it's JT Daniels versus Keldon Slobis. It's in Pittsburgh. It's uh, like this is a game that
0: Pitt should win. They're seven and a half point favorites. I feel like West Virginia is going to keep it very close just because the, that's how the rivalry is. But I'm excited about it. You're probably going to have some some pent-up energy, some big-time fights. I'm excited that, about that. that. I thought the game was tomorrow.
1: Tonight. Oh, okay. Well, 7
0: o'clock ESPN.
1: Uh, that's got to be crazy, though. I mean, those two guys at one time, just four years ago or three years ago, were competing in Southern California for the starting job of, of, of USC, yeah, and now they are meeting each Backyard other brawl. in West Virginia. So we got that going down. <laughs> yeah, um, wow, well, talk about a fall from grace, man. On FS1 at the
0: same time, Central Michigan is going to play at Oklahoma State, and then uh, a game. Wasn't that the game that was
1: controversial last year? I don't know. Did Oklahoma State like claim uh, Central Michigan feels like they they were cheated? I, I don't know. I okay. uh, the other game of note here
0: locally, and this is the one that you know you get your eyes on. Penn State at Purdue, 8 Ooh, o'clock, it's be a good game. Fox night. I feel like Scott Satterfield's season starts tonight. Because you know Satterfield's at home just watching a little bit, cheering for for Penn State. Like He wants Purdue to have a bad year. <laughs> he
1: has to. I don't blame him. Oh, yeah, of course he does. Are you rooting for Purdue and Jeff Bronson? Yes. Of course. Especially against Penn State. No offense to Penn State. I mean, I got nothing against Penn State. but
0: Penn State, three-and-a-half-point road favorites uh, over the Boilermakers in West Lafayette. Uh, a couple other games of note. But, I mean, that, right there, you got two good games tonight. It feels like college football is finally back. Tomorrow, we got even more good games. And then, obviously, they, the things get, get get kicked into high gear on Saturday. Man, I'm pumped. I'm very excited. Um, yeah.
1: Could you tell? Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, come on. I'm kind of torn because I really kind of <sighs> – it's it's hard for me, man. I got, cause What's hard the, for you? Here's the thing: like, part of me wants to just kind of go home and get some more rest tonight. Oh, this is a very personal thing. Yeah, I yeah, this is personal. I'm gonna share it with you. You know, I can't afford therapy, so I use you all. Well. <laughs> um, and if I could lay on the couch and do this, I would. Trust me. Um, so yeah, so I, like, like, part of me wants to like go get out of here tonight, and I got some work to do after the show anyway. But nonetheless, that won't you know an hour maybe. But you know, I want to get that done. And then I want to like be at home, like watch watch some dynamite from last night. You don't care. You're on your phone. Um, I'm listening. You know, this is this therapy all over again. I feel like I'm in something about Mary, and my therapist just goes to go to lunch while I'm while I'm, I'm talking. Listening. <laughs> so I want like a part of me wants to go home like, and just rest because I got to do KFC tomorrow. But the, other, the, the 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 normal person me wants to like go home and watch dynamite from last night and watch these greatness there's, there's football tonight. Damn right, it's good football. You gotta watch it. You just have have it on the background. I mean, it's, I mean you know, no offense to Vanderbilt. Seven
0: o'clock kickoff; it'll be over by ten thirty. I mean,
1: no disrespect to Vanderbilt and you know, in, in Hawaii, but this isn't like last week's zero. I mean, I'm with you. That's what I've been saying. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. These are the struggles i live with. but this is it's not easy being me. Man. It's not Man. easy being green. People say that all the time. Uh, why are there so many songs about rainbows? Why I love rainbow Connection. <laughs> it's a great song, right? Five and two, is the Thornton
0: text line. Texas Louisville that minus twelve bet means Louisville wins by twelve. Well, I, I know what it means, but like, <laughs> we know. yeah, like, is that the spread that we're, somebody's giving we're, you? We're fully aware of, yeah. Are you getting more money by betting a, a larger spread than what any other book is giving? I you mean,
1: have to be, the, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Jim McIlwain is the coach of Central Michigan.
0: Texas says, Cleveland is a seven-hour drive from the Yum Center, so it's like sort of close. Not, I mean, not really. I mean, seven's
1: decent. That's not that bad, right? Seven's
0: lengthy. I'm not driving seven hours to go see the Cavs play. I'm sorry.
1: I mean I could do I could see making it like a weekend trip. Yeah. Go go catch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, maybe even catch a uh a Browns game if you're up there. By the way, predictions tonight. Pitt w, WVU, who you got? Pitt. I kinda think W V U wins. They're still
0: Holgerson, right? No, no, no. Dan Holgerson's at Houston. Pitt. I'm gonna go with Pitt, but I think it's I think West Virginia covers. Who's West Virginia's coach then? Pitt by like three. Uh who is their new coach? It's the because <laughs> Holgerson left a couple years ago. No, he hasn't been gone that long, has he? I want to say was. He left after the 2019 season. Uh, Neil Brown, former UK. Oh, that's what yeah. uh, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, he's been there. I knew that. He's been there since 2019 because yeah. he came over from Troy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I'll, I'll take um. I'm, I'm I'll take Pitt tonight, narrow margin. Purdue, Penn State. Who you got? What's the line in that game? PSU minus
1: three and a half. Take Purdue in the points. Straight up. up. Give me the Paul Abdul in the background. Straight up now, tell me.
0: I think Penn State wins. Uh, Texas, you mean you're
1: not going to ask Trevor to do his job? Sign me up. (laughs) What type of job? I mean, technically my job would be detailing watching Louisville play, and they don't play tonight, so therefore it's not my job. Texas,
0: they've been dragging these hollow bird helmets for way too long.
1: The defense has been
0: solid since the traditional white helmets with a solid, not hollow cardinal bird. Maybe once we bring them back, they'll get back to playing some defense. I don't even know what that means. That was what? 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 I, he's talking about the helmets. I guess the bird on the helmet is is not the way it used to be. I like that we're What's wearing a hollow bird. I don't know. I, I like that we're wearing traditional uniforms for week one. We've got the red helmet, white tops, red bottoms. Good look.
1: White, red, white. We're yeah. All for it for week don't one. Don't birds have hollow bones? What? <laughs> don't <laughs> I said. Don't birds have hollow bones? Six is apparently
0: a D- move on, yeah, I don't know you're talking about. Is apparently a DJ Wagner update today. A Lexington media member heard from someone at U that U was out on his recruitment. Did you hear or see this too? No.
1: No. Did not. It just, it, it's not I'm sorry you didn't get the, the music for that.
0: Although I I'll say it. I, I would not be surprised if that's true. I don't think he's coming here. I think they know it.
1: You've you've given up, haven't you? A
0: little bit, yeah. I mean, just based on
1: you've just tapped out. Just based on you've moved the on. Buzz, I, I think you 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 you've just written it off. the 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 thing, the, the writing has moved. The, the the finger has moved on, and it yeah. cannot be unwritten.
0: People on both sides who I trust, who know way more than I do, have boasted the same thing at this point, which is he's going to Kentucky. And I'm not I don't saying like this. not saying definitively that like something like Kenny Payne, I guess, couldn't make like a Hail Mary play or something like that. But as of right now, I feel confident that he's going to Kentucky. It's
1: not you, Mike, man. It's the COVID in you talking. Terry says, yes. Don't let it win. You're, you know
0: better than that, man. I mean, that's, that's not me talking. This is me telling you what other people are saying who know way more than me.
1: <laughs> that's not you, man. That's, you're better than that man. You never fought for anything I in never, your life. I never. That's not the mic I grew to love and and went a year ago. You're not the same guy I fell in love with at Recess, Timmy.
0: Texture says uh, tomorrow on KSR. Hey, did y'all hear what Rutherford said yesterday? Said Malik doesn't see UK as no challenge.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's on the message boards already. Uh, Roush uh, has already sent you a thank you card for giving him three posts tomorrow.
0: My um. <laughs> Mary's family, I mentioned before, is from Springfield, Kentucky, like in central Kentucky. And her cousin's husband's son was like... Say it again. Her cousin is married to a... They're all UK fans, like all the time. Yeah. But her cousin, uh, Allison, they, her cousins are basically like her sisters. They grew up, like they were, they were around the same age. And she's married to this guy. Uh, Travis is like a diehard UK fan. Uh, big. You know, they all listen like, to KSR. They don't. Some of them don't like KSR, but they listen to it. And his son, who's like 12 was like hey like, I heard KSR mention you the other day and I'm like oh no my <laughs> I'm like I'm like, I'm like how is this going to work on our relationship what were they saying um, so that was always a fun time what would they say I think he was it was complimentary actually what they were saying he's like the only Louisville podcast anybody listens to is Rutherfords which I don't think is true but um, if that's what happened I appreciate I appreciate them saying that um, Texas says apparently this site did not like the murder bird jerseys I guess fans had it ranked murder Bird jerseys as one of the ugliest alternate uniforms of all time.
1: All time? Well, that's wrong. Because they Man, were great. There's been Oregon jerseys that probably could rank in the top ten of all time just in one season. They were great. I'm the last one to talk to about what considered is considered bad alternate jerseys, though.
0: Taylor says, don't birds have hollow bones, is the quote du jour, or is it Dijon? <laughs> don't they do, don't they? Do birds have hollow... Ho- what does that even mean? They have hollow bones? <laughs> well, that's...
1: You ever given a bird Alka-Seltzer, by the way? No. It'll blow up. Why
0: would you do that?
1: Because I'm an idiot.
0: The first result when I said birds have, it says hollow bones. On Google, I told on you, search. yeah, see? A bird's main limb bones are hollow with special struts inside to strengthen them. This makes them stronger than a mammal's without being heavier. Other bones are more rigid
1: than in a mammal skeleton. Well, the texter said something about the helmet with hollow bones. And that's what made me think birds do have hollow bones. So birds' bones have just air in them. Yeah, and if they take and if you give bird alka, it makes sense, they're flying. And if you give bird alka seltzer, it'll they'll, they'll internally blow up and they'll pop. I'm not I even ask if you if you've done that. I don't want to know if you have. For what it's worth, I was like 12. Okay, that's mean. I was like, it was like, the, I was like 12 years old. Uh, I can't be held responsible for what I did when I was 12.
0: Texas says that report is from Ben Roberts, who's the Lexington media member. Um, I guess saying that. And he says, I agree. I've moved on to A.J. Johnson getting to commit to us at Louisville. I think a lot of – I think that's – I don't want to say because I don't know for sure, but my – I think the staff is kind of focused more on A.J. Johnson at this point. I think they are they see him as a dynamic playmaker. Maybe he doesn't replace D.J. Wagner in terms of like buzz, but he's a top 10 point guard. He has a huge social media following. He's, he's, you know, his highlights are electric. Getting him here will for little Live, you, you. yeah. I mean, he, he, I think he would be a big time deal. I also the other day, as was pointed out by a texter who was listening on podcast, referred to uh, Aaron Bradshaw as Isaiah again multiple times a couple of days ago. He's like, he's never going to come here if you just keep calling call him Isaiah. Bradshaw. I'm dude. Like, how do I? not How can I not? How do I keep doing
1: this? Yeah, you just got to call him Bradshaw. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to
0: take your your route. Texted in reference to DJ Wagner, is there that much difference between number three and number thirty recruits? Rick hung a banner without top fives. I'm I'm banking on the whole like DJ Wagner. Because the, 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 pod, the podcast with Matt Norlander and Gary Parrish, they were talking about Wagner specifically and how interesting he was. And they were like, he was straight up bad at times this summer, though. Like, like just not good. So we're, we're going to do the fan thing where if we don't get him, we're just like, well, is he, is he that good anyway? That's where we go. That's where we oh, go. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm surprised we even got to the point where we, where we didn't even recruit him. AJ
0: Johnson's even better.
1: <laughs>
0: Ticker says they're right. Rutherford is literally the only Louisville media person that has any respect from others. That's not true. That's not true at all. I can't help that.
1: <laughs> T <It> just <takes>
0: <laughs> birds or dinosaurs. there's just "Hollow Bones" is a good song by Wu Tang. <laughs>
1: aren't aren't alligators and crocodiles a descendant of uh, dinosaurs? Yeah,
0: They're, I mean they look pretty. It's like the closest
1: thing to a dinosaur that we have today, isn't it? Is is alligators and crocodiles probably? I mean, you look at like rhinos too up close. If you go to the zoo, like you are like it looks kind of like a dinosaur. What about hippos?
0: Yeah, for sure. Sharks, okay. weird sharks.
1: No sharks. I mean. Sharks have been around forever. Sharks are the only 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 species that have multiple tools named after them. You have like the hammerhead and the sawhead. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right quote or not. I'm just guessing that there's no, there can't be another animal species with multiple tools named after them. Texas giving a bird alka at 12 is a red flag that you might become a serial killer. Oh, no. They do no, say that. No, no. That's the, that is a thing. No, that picking is, the wings off bugs. No, that is cats and dogs. That is, oh. if you're if you're, you're you're hurting, and I've never. I don't know. I mean, does getting a cat baked count is hurting it? Oh, no, Trevor. I didn't. He, it was
0: fine. Turns I think I got food poisoning. I'm beginning to think this game is going to be cursed. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the way the vibes are going. The last two. Days. I thought we'd correct them today. We got food poisoning. This guy on the text line.
1: Ooh, that sucks. I feel bad for you, dude. You had food poisoning, right? Oh yeah.
0: I mean, remember my, uh, well, I don't think that was food poisoning. It was just the stomach bug that I had a few months ago. Like, I There's, grew up like 75 times at once. There day.
1: are a few things that, oh, you, you know what happened to me the last time I got food poisoning? I do. I recall. I mean, there, and that's, I think that was the second time in my life I had food poisoning. The other time was when I had, from Little Caesars. I'm going to throw them under the bus because neither place, I've ever, i ever, I will never eat at either place again. We're never getting crazy, pretty crazy about it. Have you ever, did, did you, would you ever go back to a place that you got food poisoning from? No, because it's like, it, it's a, It's a mental thing. Yeah. yeah, Even if it had nothing to do with it.
0: Like I remember. And it's even a different chain. Like
1: I could go to another state. When
0: I had the stomach bug and it was not food poisoning. It was um, our Mary's sister and her daughter had gotten it. And before they knew they had it, had given it to Virginia. She had it. She Mm -hmm. threw up in the middle of the night. Then Mary got it. I was the last to get it. But like I, the last thing that I ate before, um, before it started, like clearly had nothing to do with this, but I can't eat it to this day.
1: Oh, still this thing? Like, now that's... It's pizza rolls, and I love pizza rolls. Now, that's a little different for me. Like, food poisoning is one thing, but like, when I had my gallbladder out, and I was, if you've ever had it, like, you know, the the gallbladder stones uh, and stuff, it's very painful. Like, the last thing I ate before I had to go to the hospital that next day to get the surgery done was a French dip from Arby's. So there was a stretch because I didn't eat Arby's for a long time. Because it was still in my mind, you know, of the connection. But I would got over I, I got over that eventually, clearly. But food poisoning is no. No, there's no there, there's no getting over that. There, there's no ever eating at that place ever again. So, the animal misinformation on today's show is staggering. How Y'all slow? need Animal Planet. Whatever. What if we said this thing correct? Do birds not have hollow bones? I mean, I'm basically... Steve Do they Irwin. not explode with Alka-Seltzer? Are there not sh- sharks named after power tools? Just call me Bindi Irwin. I know what I'm talking about. Are crocodiles not a, a, a descendant of... of I mean, there. This says a... chickens are the closest animals to dinosaurs. No, what? You're high. What are you talking
0: about, Texer? Google agrees. Dinosaurs share common ancestry with chickens,
1: ostriches. What? Ostriches? I can get ostriches. I love, them, by the way, the, 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 And to
0: a lesser extent, alligators. So we were one for three.
1: Ostriches, I get. Chickens. I don't see chickens as being prehistoric. No, ostrich, I do get. That makes that. I can see that. How good would dinosaurs have tasted then? How good is chicken? Let I me mean, just put barbecue sauce
0: on it. I mean, Buffalo T Rex wrap? Incredible.
1: <laughs> buffalo Triceratops salad? A buffalo sign t-rex me T Rex wrap. Let's make it I feel, happen. I feel like that's on the menu at Jurassic Park. We'll tear like, You actually go to Jurassic Park. I'm good with it. <laughs> um, I just said just random, this little random How I Met Your Mother line just popped in my head
0: have y'all seen the South Carolina chicken mascot drama? I have. Yeah. Big well, news. Well, now, because it changed. So they, they went with, they they took the Coward route and they were calling the new mascot the General, and people hated it, as they should, because it needs to be Cock Commander. Once they, again, they dropped, I can say that because that's the, it's rooster, it was the name that was thrown out there.
1: I mean, the fact they didn't call it Gamecock Commander was obvious they were, they were trying to be tongue-in-cheek sophomore. But what
0: happened was, they hated General so much that today they announced that they're just going back to Sir Big Spur.
1: So if it's, <laughs> Let me get this straight. This 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 is why I don't mind missing information because I just things changed and got back to normal and I missed it and it didn't matter. Exactly. Uh, so they they wanted to change from Big Spur. They threw out the one name out there that everybody was going to giggle about and, and, and it was going to trend and it, knowing they weren't going to do that anyway. General wasn't even on the original list, was it? It was. It was. Oh. It was out there. Yeah. Okay. So, but everyone hated it. so much <laughs> they just went back to Spur. So they put out the tweet there. It just says like. It's from the official South Carolina
0: Gamecocks uh, Twitter page. It's like, Sir Big Spur is back home! And like the very first response is from a kind of Jason Kirk. He goes, uh, that's cock commander." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jason Kirk said that? Yeah. He's funny, Castleman. He is funny. we got to go to break when we come back. We're
0: going to do our game-by-game game, game predictions for the oh, yeah. season. Because uh, tomorrow, all about Syracuse getting you ready for this weekend and also the other games that we're going to pick. So today, game-by-game game predictions. coming up next on The Mike Rutherford Show. Keep it locked right here on 1450 The Big X. back in. Final segment here of a short Thursday episode. we got Jerry Dilling, the Cardinal Insider, coming up from 5 to 6 and then Louisville Bats Baseball as they continue to take on the Indianapolis Indians 635 first pitch. I'm reminding you again about our friends over at First Bankers Trust with a wide range of products and services. First Bankers Trust offers competitive home mortgage loans, consumer loans, business loans, business banking services, agricultural loans, and more. Find out more by going to firstbankerstrust.com. As always, banking starts with trust. We love, we love first packers.
1: We do love first packers. Two things. One, okay. uh, Hunter Green on the mound tonight and then Rehab. For the bats. That's right. I For meant to bats. mention that. You're correct. Uh, and second, uh, if there's ever been anything that's essentially a 90s music video, it is Silver Chairs Tomorrow. Okay. There's just like a dude in a random pig mask that's walking around eating money.
0: That's, I remember the video. I didn't remember what song it was. guess. Like, very. nice. The 90s. only thing it's
1: lacking is black and white, old, creepy dude. Very 90s. Yeah. <laughs>
0: before we before we get into our, our season predictions for football, uh, quick shout out to Louisville Volleyball. We love Louisville Volleyball here. They, do. they go on the road last night. They sweep number 22, Western Kentucky. That's what they do. The cards are now 4-0 and on the young season, and they have not dropped a set yet. Four matches. 12 set wins, zero set losses, number three team in the country. They'll be back at home for the first time this season, this weekend, for the Cardinal Classic to play San Diego and Ohio State.
1: They, now, they did that last year. Didn't they go on a long streak where they didn't lose a set last year as they well? They did, and then they fought, they dropped a
0: couple when they started playing. I mean, they played a big time. I almost like it was a tournament, court. wasn't it? Like, no, no, no. Okay. They, they like. I think Kentucky took them to, to four sets. That's right. Yeah, Kentucky didn't give them um, them They right had a couple right? of five setters. In the, like Pitt, I think, took them to five sets in the regular season. They had a couple because the ACC has had a bunch of good volleyball programs last year, but it took a while. Nebraska, they swept. Like they were, they were very good. They're very good again this year. Uh, props to them. Also, um, women's soccer in action tonight. They're on the road taking on another top 25 opponent uh, as they are on the road taking on Memphis State, number 23 in the country. We refuse to call them Memphis. Uh, Best of luck to the women's soccer team. Men's soccer team, I think, back in action tomorrow. Um, Field hockey is is playing Penn and Princeton, who's number 13 in the country this weekend. Just getting you up to date on all the sports there. It's another big weekend for Cardinal Athletics, which are off to a good start.
1: Jody's thunder in the the top of the hour. Just let people know. quick. I just saw a thing on Twitter, these three names that are leaving SNL, I've never heard of any three of them. I bet I've heard of all of them. It was Moffitt and something now. Just Alex moffitt has gone? Yeah. It Who was, else is gone? I know Kyle Mooney left. That wasn't the other name. There were three names and I just didn't recognize any of them. Now it just disappeared off the side of my timeline. Alex
0: so. Moffat is like the straight man. And uh, most of the Senor, and then Airstar's uh, Atari. was yeah. a, He's a role player. He was a, one of the featuring guys. Actually, not, that name does. He was not very much in the show. He's barely in the, he wasn't even the main cast.
1: Okay. Well, then again, I can't remember the last time I watched SNL. Most of the
0: insidior is very good at impressions.
1: Well, okay. before. Alex Moffat was always kind of like the – he, he was funny. Every time I turn it. on SNL, they always just use the Keenan dude for impressions, which always annoy me because they're like, well, we need, we need somebody to impersonate a black guy, so let's just get you. Yeah, see, he's not like, much yeah, yeah but you're not any good at any of the impressions he did. Chris Redd is the, is the guy who yeah, does That dude's more funny. Yeah, yeah that, I've funny. seen him. Yeah, he's good.
0: And he has very good impressions. Uh, all right, let's do, let's do it. It's time. He, he did He did the... All right, we're, we're, we're moving on. Okay. We've only got like 15 minutes there. Predicting every game for the upcoming season. It's a lazy exercise when you do it in the summer, but this is the time that you do it. We'll go on record. We'll make our picks. Now, Trevor, I'm curious to hear your picks because you also, when we did our bowl predictions, said that we'll start 6-0. I so did I, say that. So did. I don't know if, you, if you're if you going to, to hold up to that when we get well, game by game.
1: see how much of that cough medicine Trevor's had today.
0: But we'll find out. Week one at Syracuse, we'll clearly talk more about this game in length. We'll do our official predictions for this game tomorrow, but can we both agree... For the sake of this, this segment, Louisville wins this game. We're, I'm picking Louisville to win, yes. I'm picking Louisville to win this game as well. Yeah. By the way, that, that combined total of, of points uh, when it comes to Louisville, seven wins over Syracuse since joining the ACC, 314-98. to 98. a lot to a little. Suck it, Syracuse. Week two, at Central Florida, the Golden Knights want payback. Last year... Probably the the best most significant most memorable win of the season for Louisville came on against UCF, Jalen Alderman, the pick six in the closing seconds. Now we're back on the road. It's a Friday night game. Once again, UCF has like every power conference transfer in America just about they want revenge. Do they get it?
1: Yes, Louisville loses the first game week 2.
0: So you, your bold prediction was not a real bold
1: prediction. Well, that's why it was bold.
0: But you thought but I said things that are actually going to happen. Anyway, it's, it's, it's lost now.
1: I did like three of them, though. All three of them can't happen.
0: That's the way it's supposed to work. You're, you're saying things that bold predictions are things that you like, not just like, this would be crazy. Louisville goes 12 and 0. Like, it's things that you actually think are going to happen.
1: Well, I think, you know, I thought the the, the, the criteria was what could happen. No, I lit it up very clearly. I don't think you did. I did. You can go back and listen. I said it
0: right at the beginning. I think you did, but you didn't. I did. I think I said these are things that you have to have. I, I made it a point to say that. I've got medium COVID. Leave me alone. <sighs> okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm got short-term COVID. Short-term COVID. <laughs> STC.
1: <laughs>
0: I also think Louisville loses this game. I think UCF wins. My, I'm, going, I'm going 34-30. Um, UCF gets the job done, and we're all feeling a little bit bad. Game three, Florida State, another Friday night game. First game back at home. If we are 2-0, like, I genuinely think this will be the best home environment, best Cardinal Stadium environment that we've had since Scott Satterfield got here. I think it will feel like an old-time like U of L game. It'll be electric. It's a red out. Michael Bush is having his jersey honored. Florida State comes in. They need, they're opening the season with a big game against LSU. They might be a little bit hurt or they might be riding high, depending on how they play in that game. What do you think happens here? Do the cards continue their run of success against uh, the Seminoles?
1: Sloppy, but Louisville goes to 2 and 1.
0: I kind of I, I agree with the whole sloppy thing. Like, I think. I think FSU loses to LSU this weekend. I do too. And then I think that when we beat them in their, what I think was, is their first ACC game, it's kind of the beginning of the end for Mike Norvell. Like I think he gets fired after this year because they're not going to be that much better. And I think we win. I'll say thirty to seventeen. Like you said, it's kind of a sloppy game, but we're clearly the better team.
1: I think what, what puts the, the nail in him is that when they end up losing to, to the, they lose. They'll start they'll start one and four. They'll lose to Boston College and Wake Forest right after that. I can see that happening. They might lose NC State after that in Clemson. I forgot they put they already played Duquesne. So they've they've they've, played. they've got they've got a murder's row post. I mean, I started. So to call buy. They have a bye before they play us. Um. Yeah. 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 Four to sixteen. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at it. Yeah. They they could legitimately start if they don't beat us. They could start zero and five in the ACC. Oh yeah. Louisville, BC, Wake, NC State, Clemson. Three of those five teams are ranked. Yeah.
1: Then, then then after that they go at Miami between Georgia Tech. Oof. Not yeah, not a good yeah, it's not yeah, could be bad for Mark, Mike Novell. It's a big game for them against us. I just I'm just now realizing how big it is. I think we win though. This is revenge for eighteen. They they came back and beat us in eighteen, which sent us in that spiral of quitting. Yep. Yeah. And now we're gonna do it to them. They're gonna get they're gonna get up on us. We're gonna come back and we're gonna win the game in the end. And it's gonna send them into a spiral of quitting.
0: Game four yeah, uh versus South
1: Florida back at home. What do you have here? Uh, I think we we get a good win here. I, I think a little bit by. I'm gonna say fourteen at the minimum.
0: I picked. I said fifty-six to twenty-seven. I think USF, like as good as Jerry Bohannon is, the the Baylor transfer, it's a team that won two games last year. And if you look at their numbers against Power Five opponents the last several seasons, they've just been really bad. I don't, you know, you you can't guarantee victory. I guess with any team on the schedule, but this is about as close as it gets. We should take care of business here. October first, we kick off the month of October on the road, taking on Boston College. I love that you've grown there because I, I said the same thing when the schedule came out. For whatever reason, I've looked at this game from day one and been like, "I don't like it. I don't like anything about
1: it." And I really want to know if Djokovic is going to be healthy or not. Djokovic is supposedly ready to go. I mean, what a Djokovic, Djokovic, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Phil, let's just call him Phil because we're in the Phil name. Phil Djokovic
0: person. and uh, and Zay Flowers, the big-time wide receiver who yeah. had a bunch of NIL offers to go to bigger schools and said thanks, but no thanks to stay home at BC.
1: And last year, I don't know how much they lost, but defensively they were decent. They're pretty good. Year. Yeah. Um, I mean, we it was it wasn't the prettiest game we beat them in last year because offensively they were so bad without Phil. Man, it's a tough one. Am I going first again on this one? Yeah. This is just me not trying to like rein back my my getting my hopes too high. I'm I'm going to go little slips and falls at Boston College.
0: I picked BC 38, Louisville 27. I think this is the game where people Man. are like,
1: how much has really changed?" I think we're going to be three and one. We're going to be feeling a little high. And we're going to go down into Boston College, and we're going to not poop the bed overall, but I think we 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 slip on the banana peel.
0: I think this is also the game where people are like, "Why do we still have Brian Brown?" I think their offense just lights us up, and we feel
1: pretty bleepy about it. I could see that, and people are like, "Trevor was so ahead of his time." Well, it's not like you're the only one leading that. charge. Next, I think next, it's a pretty common. Next, set they'll come event. to me for fashion advice, music tips. Well, that already happened. Movie recommendations.
0: Game six, it always gets weird when Louisville goes to Charlottesville to take on Virginia. Something weird always happens in this game, whether it's a fight or them beating us or them almost upsetting us with Lamar Jackson. It's always just a – it's
1: never a fun experience when we play them down there. What do you think happens this year? I think we bounce back with a win this year.
0: I say we do, too. I
1: think it's a game where they actually have a chance to win and and don't come through in the clutch on, like, a a fourth and goal from the seven, and they go for it and they don't get it.
0: We're on the same page with a lot of this, because I said in my my post today – I said it comes down to Louisville making just enough plays to win this game. I said Louisville 38, Virginia 36. And this is a game really where crazy. if the season plays out this way, like this would be the game that Satterfield would have to win in order to stop the like people like you and me coming in here on the next Monday and saying, you know, what's Jeff Brom doing to Purdue? You know, he would need to win this one to calm all that down. Because if not, if you're 3-3 three and three and you've lost back-to-back games to BC and Virginia, I don't care if they're on the road or at home or what have you, mm-hmm. people are going to start saying, like, you know, Josh Hurd, get this guy out of here. We got the toughest schedule coming. Like, he would need to win this game significantly. The next week, game what? seven versus Pitt, reigning ACC champions. Um, Louisville, you mentioned this when we were talking about Pitt a while back. Louisville, not good against Pitt in, in the last several years. 0 uh, 2 against Pitt since joining the ACC. We've lost six of seven dating back to 2008 when we were in the Big East together. Um, that defense was so good against Louisville a couple of years ago. Do they do the same job again against Blake Cunningham and company?
1: I oh, wish you'd let me watch Slobos play tonight before I give this prediction. Cause, hey, it's what we got to get into now. I'm curious about how he's gonna how he's gonna be because he was. Are we gonna get freshman Slowbus who looked really good at USC? Or are we gonna get last two years slowbus who looked, looked like you know Mark Sanchez out there with the Jets? Um, let's see. I have Louisville right now. At, what four and two at this point? I think we're both at four and two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, they, it's it's that it's just that pit's that school, and I think Louisville feels it again. Pit, uh by seven.
0: I've got pit thirty, Louisville twenty.
1: So similar, yeah. We're, we're on the same so page once again. That puts us at four and three each, I guess. Four and three. We have the same exact uh, win loss
0: prediction so far. Yep. Game eight versus Wake Forest. We're winning. We don't know. I think we bounce
1: back from the pit game.
0: We don't know what Sam Hartman's going to be like. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what his stats will be. We know there will be points scored because it's a Louisville Wake Forest game. No, of course, I've got Louisville forty nine, Wake Forest forty
1: five. Uh, we owe these guys one. I would I would put it in that same area. Yeah, I we would owe be. them. By the way, this would be both. This would be within a month. Both of us slipping slipping up and then bouncing back the next week. Yeah, and our predictions, whether it be Boston College Virginia or Pitt, Wake Forest. Yep, for sure. Uh, week nine, James Madison.
0: We talked about how uh, we hate this game. But it is the the last game before that three game gauntlet to end the regular season. What do you got?
1: Uh, Louisville by five. Ooh. I I think Louisville, I think James Madison keeps it. I think Louisville comes in cocky. I think James Madison takes an early lead. And I think Louisville wakes up a little bit in the mid second quarter ends up winning the game but not running away with it.
0: I said level thirty five to eighteen, where it's like the, one of those games where we're in control but like we're not far enough ahead that we can rest our starters, which sucks because we've got a really tough end of season stretch with the these three games coming up. You'd love to have a if you're gonna buy do a buy game, do a bye game. Make sure that you can sit your stars for the second half. You're gonna blow them out. There's gonna be no question. Yeah, schedule Wagner. Bring in Doss. Like do whatever you gotta do to make sure that you get the rest you need. I fear that we're not going to get that rest. And then no. going into November, the heart of November, we've got uh, guys that didn't, didn't get an extra half off uh, the week before playing, Clemson, NC State, and then Kentucky. Uh, speaking of, Game 10 at Clemson, is this the year Louisville breaks the streak? Do we improve from 0-7 to 1-7? and 7? What happens?
1: First of all, we're at 6-3 each, right?
0: We have the same exact – we've picked every single game the That's same.
1: crazy. Yeah. And it's 6-3? Right? I did this
0: before. It's on the website. I did it earlier today. So. And you know I
1: didn't read the website. Yeah. Um, Never do. <laughs> Such a good friend. don't far too. It's uh, so it has a six and three at Clemson, six and four. This isn't the year. I'm sorry. It's it's not going to be the year.
0: I've got Clemson forty, Louisville twenty four.
1: I can go as far as do scores, but I don't think. This, yeah, it's not the year.
0: I think by the time they get here, they've benched Weungulea. They've they've played the Cade Club Nick kid, and the offense is playing better with him at the helm. And. It's look. It's better than the sixty-one point game that we lost
1: a few years ago. Well, anything's better than that.
0: This is also this is the first time that Satterfield's playing a road game against Clemson because of the weird COVID schedule.
1: First, first time we've ever played at Syracuse as well. That's right. We've played He's three about, straight yeah. games at home yeah. against Syracuse. This is his first trip to the Dome. And we didn't play
0: Clemson at all in twenty twenty, which is why they had the, they they kind of skipped over it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to yeah. It'll be the first time we play at the Carrier Dome. I don't care what it's actually called. And the first time he'll go to Death Valley.
1: Well, it's called the Carrier Dome. But yeah,
0: well, yeah, it is. On this show, it's called the Carrier Dome. Yeah, Carrier Dome. Game
1: eleven versus NC State. What do oh, we got? Man. This, 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 this is like if the season is unfolding the way we've described it. We're at six and five at this point.
0: Yeah, where it's we're at six and four because we have two games left.
1: Okay, six and four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're over right, six three going because we're six and four, and this is like this is the game right here. This like this, like this this it. could be the season on the line. And that's and I know that sounds like I'm basically giving up on winning at Kentucky. Yeah, when you lose fifty something to nothing like three years in a row, you do kind of give up on that. All right, it, it, it's, it's natural to say, it's natural not to think you have a shot. So that this is it. Like you don't win this game, you're you're follow, You're looking at five hundred if you're lucky. Whew, man, um, this is just the fanboy in me. I'm gonna say a little very close win.
0: I've got Louisville thirty-seven, thirty-three, pulling I mean, off the win, making it happen. I, I said biggest win of the season, arguably the Satterfield era comes the weekend before Thanksgiving. I, I said this last game too. I'll be more confident if Carolina, if, if NC State has a better record, because again, it's NC State. They always have seven, eight, or nine wins. It's it, it's in their DNA. It's who they are. It's what they do. If they come into that week with an eight and two record, or God forbid, a nine and one record, we're definitely winning because there's no. They're not allowed to win ten games. They they can't. <laughs> not in the regular season. It's not going to happen. But if they're like six and four, like us, then I'm terrified. But I think we win. I think, I think we're going to pull it out. Kentucky, week
1: twelve. What you got? Um, I, I, until I, UK t- one to nothing. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. Until until we've seen Tula will show me anything that they have any spine against Kentucky. I'm 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 not going to pick us to win. We are clearly spending way too much time together. If we're undefeated going into that game this year, I'm still not picking us.
0: I. I made you go first because my picks are out there. I was on the record today. I put the post up on Card Chronicle, where I do every single year, and we have the exact same game-by-game predictions. That's Seven a, and five. And even some of our, the, what yeah. we
1: predicted the game to unfold is almost the same.
0: Seven and five, five and three is what we're both going with. That's our official stance. I mean, hell, it's the official Mike Rutherford Show stance now at this point because we, yeah. we agreed on every single game. We spent pretty way wise. too much time together. We do. That's what I'm saying. Our
1: codes have synced up.
0: It's the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's creepy sounding, right? It is kind of creepy.
0: 502-414-1450 <laughs> uh, Time for a couple quick texts. All the texts are just about the chickens without
1: feathers. They look kind of prehistoric. I mean, kind of. Well, it doesn't. I mean, a dog shaved with fur looks prehistoric. Fair point. I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, this is. I mean, which by the way it also looks creepy. Like you like, I can't. You ever seen it. It's, a, a, it's bald, not a good look. Bald dogs. No, not a good look at all. Uh, Texas, Mike, you're gonna crush an 18 pack during the game. No, I'm not allowed to drink. <laughs> Can't drink. I mean, it's, what's worse, like going through like what could be a bad season and not having devices to help you get through? That's just even worse. The drinking is
0: not being able to drink is bad. The honestly, the worst is the no sugar. It's
1: killing me. That would drive me insane I, too. It's,
0: it's also, like any food, it's hard to find any food without
1: sugar. I mean, with no sugar at all. I mean, I, every like, now what and happens I mean, if like, you get a little sugar in you? I start feeling like crap. Like, there are certain foods that I'm, like, I... I, I, It's just not worth it. Yeah, there are some that, like, I
0: can't do. There are some that have, like, a little bit. I'm, like, you know what, whatever. Like, I'll be fine. And you just have to do it because, like, it's impossible to find foods, like, with uh, much respect to the people who are on, like, the low inflammatory, low um, histamine, whatever it is, like, diet. And they're, like, strict, who, like, just eat their own made chicken and rice and broccoli every single night. I can't do it. I mean, I... I, I You can have salt, though, right? Yes. And pepper? Yes. So you can have some flavor on your food, at least. Black pepper's good for you. Um, is it really or good for this at least I don't know again I'm trying to keep track who the hell knows I mean I like something pepper on my stuff me too um, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the text line is now just it's a mix of people hating on uh, chickens and Cleveland <laughs> what? I don't know how we got there well I know how we got there I don't know how we made this happen the last note that I wanted to get into that we, we don't have time to talk about now is uh, kind of a follow up to yesterday's note about the IRP is officially dead right we, and we didn't know what that meant for Louisville. Postseason bans are also going to be a thing of the past. We're like, we didn't know what that meant for Louisville. According to Pat Forty, I asked him directly. I'm like, hey. He's like, and again, there's no clarity. Directly
1: on Twitter or did you call him on his phone? I texted him. Ooh, okay.
0: There's no clarity about this. Because like, even Pat is like, my understanding. And which is, he's like, not a guarantee. But well, first of all, it is a guarantee that the IRP will continue handling the five cases that it still has. <sighs> so Louisville's case will still be handled by the IRP. And his understanding is that the postseason ban, even if it goes away, even if that's ratified and it becomes a thing of the past, it can still be used for these five cases. Which means we're probably getting like a six-year postseason
1: ban. And all their five cases are all the FBI cases, right? Yes, exactly. Well, no, Memphis is not. Okay. Memphis
0: is the James Wiseman stuff.
1: Yeah, they're the only non-FBI case on the IR. Because
0: the other four are Louisville, Arizona, Kansas, and LSU. Yep, And they've already handled NC State. We're gonna, like, now I have even less. Hope. Like, the, we would be the team that would get the punishment. Like, it's like, oh, my God, they got five years right when postseason bans become a thing of the past.
1: We're not getting the largest punishment, though. That's Kansas, right? I mean, You'd think.
0: <laughs> but I'm not I'm not making any guarantee. I like mean, that. unless
1: they try to use the we were cheating, got caught cheating on, on probation for cheating excuse. I mean, Memphis has the most, I think, level ones. They probably do. Because Penny Hardaway got caught like
0: <laughs> – putting stuff in a shredder, which was not good. <laughs> LSU should have the most. I mean, Will Wade just got caught straight up being like, yeah, i have paid guys before, we're paying guys now. Uh, it was not a good look. All right, got to go. Uh, we, uh, show's over. We, we're at 5 o'clock. We've, uh, we're, we're done today. Normal show tomorrow, 3 to 6. Keith Wynn will be in studio. Do is this whole show? Yeah, all show. He'll be in here. Okay. Getting excited for the weekend, getting excited for the start of college football. We will go deep in the, on the Syracuse game. It'll be a good time. we got Jody Deming with the Cardinal Insider up next, and then Louisville Bats Baseball. Six o five coverage starting. First pitch between the bats and the Indians at six thirty five. Hunter Green on the mound, throwing that speed ball by you. There
1: was a good drunk guy in the crowd last night that was just hilarious. Was it? Yeah, at the end of the game, you just, you, I mean, the whole game, me and Nick and Phil I and mean, Jim were just like, please don't cuss. please don't cuss. <laughs> and like at the end of the game, when 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 uh, was got the win, you could hear him screaming.
0: We'll get you tomorrow, you bastards! I
1: love it. I just couldn't help just laughing every time this guy was yelling stuff. All right, everybody, enjoy
0: (laughs) the football tonight. Enjoy your evening. Tomorrow, we're back with our first sort of pre-game, pre-Friday show. Could not be more excited. Join the fun right here at three o'clock.